This is part two of this podcast. What's happening, people? Thank you for listening to the Free Shots Tequila podcast. We hope you enjoy the episode. If you are on Spotify, leave comments, partake in our polls, and tell a friend to tell a friend. If you're also listening on Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music, we appreciate you also. Keep streaming. Just so everyone knows, this podcast drops every Friday. The YouTube drops every Tuesday. With that being said, follow us on the socials and enjoy the episode. Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, bless nah, nah, nah. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll just cut it out. Well, because, hey, nah, nah, this, this will get out of something. <laughs> you know what it looks like? <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, you're like, woo, jokes, in it? <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just fucking with you, right? <laughs> oh, listen, we got bad jokes, in it? And I know you're listening, babes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you are now listening to the Free Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Fucking Black. Wow. If that's like normally when you go for like a group dinner or something and everyone pays their amount. I don't do it. Don't but, do it. But, don't no, do but then it. the I service don't. charge is that when you're last, no, 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 no. Hey, yo, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> Give the card to everyone again. No, no, no. Sometimes it's not like it's not two pounds. Sometimes remember, if it's like if your bill's like what five bills, for example, that service like, charge yeah, is, no, no, is no, an extra right, 50, yeah. 60 quid. So what yeah? do you do? You just pay what you're. I'm just paying the whole bill. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't doing it. Oh, you're not doing it that way. Well, it's embarrassing. I'm not. So I, I just avoid those. If I'm going, if there's someone I don't know, I'm not willing to pick up the whole bill for. I probably just won't go. I just probably won't. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I Makes just, sense. I just pick up the whole Even with me or Byron and that, all my friends, you know, like we have rules where when we go out there, no matter what anyone's consuming, we're splitting it equally. Those are the rules. If that's you come, you know what I mean? If you want to get your first share, yeah. get your first share. That's, that's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. I would, there's no discussion about I would, anything. But we don't, we don't sit, I think, yeah, we don't sit down. Like whenever we sit down at the table to do yeah. that, yeah. we're prepared to pick up yeah. the... Yeah. And it's not, it's not even, I don't, it's going to sound mad like it's a flexing thing. It's not a flexing thing. It's just like. I just wouldn't go to that place where the tab could come out a bag and I'm going to go home and be like... Yeah, but even man. if even if the tab's going to uh, come up to a bag, for example, yeah, the people that I'm going out to dinner with are not going to take the piss. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not out here to take... Like, if I see one of my boys ordering 18 cocktails, I'm like, is everything all right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but is it because I said I'm picking up the bill? But yeah. on a normal, if if he does that and he when he's paying, he, he buys um, 18 cocktails and then it, it is what it is. Exactly. You know what I mean, but... I'm not going out with people like that. They're going to nah, take the piss. Exactly. I remember one time exactly. I went to a dinner. Because it's you. Because it's, oh, I'm not, it's you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going out with people like that. But I, went, I remember one time I went to a birthday dinner, yeah. And it was, a, it was a guy's birthday, but there was girls there. But he made it see, he had let the man them know that don't worry about the girls. I've got them covered. Covering them. You lot just patting yourselves. We're like, all right, cool. So we've gone there. These girls are ordering cocktails. The cocktails <laughs> are flowing. In my mind, <laughs> you can't you cocktails said, now. No, I'm just like, <laughs> You said you got this. These yeah. girls are really on your tab, boy. Yeah, cool, whatever. Right. The bills come now, and he's like, told the lads again, reassured us that yo, you don't just do what, you pay what you paid, and then um, I'll cover the rest. But the girls have now heard that he said it. He's more a bit drunk now. He said it out loud. Hear the girls. Again. You're gonna let the birthday boy pay? Oh, now all of a sudden. But they were like, what, are you not paying then? Like, <laughs> like, are you not going to spend or something? Like, what are we doing? We don't know you. Like, do you know what I mean? And then the girls are like, no, but like, he can't pay. Why, why Why? are you not getting involved? I don't understand. Why okay. don't you pay? No, I know. But not that's what you, somebody... the girls. Why don't yeah, you? If you're not... so concerned, <laughs> do you know what I mean? everyone chip in, man. <laughs> like, me and Shorty looked at each other. We paid what we spent and we went outside. 
we were hearing girls come outside. I can't, I can't I think it's just disgusting that they just left him in there. <laughs> <laughs> he told us he had you, lot. It's between you and him. Brother. Yeah, but, but, but his brethren, you know, I keep saying his brethren, but he did that to some babes in Dubai where he's told them, don't worry, the table's taken care of. End of the night, cut. <laughs> and he left the chicks. Oh, so bro. now the chicks are getting past card readers. So the chick was like, I could have stayed in my hotel. <laughs> I didn't want to come here. No, Brother. No, he, and he was gone. Lie. He was gone. No, no, I hear you. But you see, like, the language that certain promoters use, mm. it varies from promoter to promoter. <laughs> so if I say, come out, I got you. Got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got, no, I got you. Yeah, okay. But when I say got you, I mean I'll get you in. I'll probably make this experience a lot easier if you adhere to the timing. Yeah, if yeah. I say get there at eight, you get there at ten. I'm sorry, okay. it's a lot difficult. But if you get there at eight, I'm gonna ensure you get in. Yeah. No uh, the bottles that I've got, yeah. you can pour your own drinks. Meet the br- cool. Certain man's got you is I'll get you on the table, but anything you want, you pay. Okay. So yeah. that's basically what she did. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. got there and thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he's like, all right, the yeah, I got you in. Remember, Dubai is different. When you want to get in, yeah, yeah. that is the access. Yeah. I don't have to pay for you. But I think in any group, you know, in terms of kind of finances, essentially, I think if you have an understanding with the people around you and they know who you are, they know what you're about, it's just easier because, like you said, your people know, you know, in certain situations, they'll be like, nah, that don't make sense. Or nah, that don't make sense. So it's kind of like an understanding you have amongst yourselves where you know each other well enough to say it's you know what I mean it's not that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it depends people, what, what type of night it is like if it's a certain night and it's going crazy you're like alright this is it and I think that goes around yeah <laughs> around we're, the we're thing 10 with, grand? with right. anything it's not me now is it <laughs> <laughs> have you ever wanted to purchase something you know what I mean not even on the night like have you ever wanted to purchase something and you've called him up and he's like really well you're like all the time that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think yeah. people like that are necessary because when, I guess, you know, when you, you know, when you've made money, when you're out, it's easy sometimes to say, I would get that, this. That's, listen, that's listen, a yeah. very listen, important. Yeah. There's, there's, very... time, there's times, so, so, there's times where I've got to pull him in because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, no sense. But in his head, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense in his head. Like, in the moment. The next, tomorrow, it's not going to make any sense. But right now, it makes perfect sense. So, and there's so many examples, you know. One time, yeah, we're going to me, what are you doing on Thursday? I'm like, I'm oh, nothing, like working. Because I'd want to go and watch American football. I'm going, all right, cool. All right, let me know the details. About 20 minutes later, he sends me through a message. Like 25 grand, flight, leave on Thursday, come back Sunday. The Super Bowl or something. I'm like, what's this? I'm going to Wembley. Like, you know, like, what, what, you, what is all of this? Well, it's a I goes, bro, we don't even know the rules. <laughs> like, no one watches American football. It goes, it goes. Why are you being tight? Like, what are you talking about? Twenty five grand to watch the sport? We don't know. Because, but we're going to be pick side. Who cares? We don't know no one. <laughs> Listen, man. The, I've said it so many times, so many conversations that the strength of the circle is so mm-hmm. is so important. Do you know what I'm saying? There's been so many times, like you said, there's been so many times when. You get ahead of yourself or had a bit of success, something's going well, and you go, okay, now we're doing this, or or now we're these guys. And it's your people that go, we, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we, that that's, we don't, because yeah. we can, we don't need to, or that's not right, or we're yeah, not those guys. Yeah, yeah. And they check you, and they check you hard, and you rate them, and you love them well enough that when the check's coming, you don't resist it. You go, this person cares about me enough to go, we're not doing that. We don't need to go there or we don't need to spend that money. We don't need to do them. We're not is, those guys. Is, it's important, is, man. Is age a factor in that? Like, can someone younger than you check you? I think it... Because I, 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 have, I have that issue with him. No, no, not to get personal, but because he's older than me. But sometimes I want to speak to him and say something, but I feel like he's older than me. I can't just say how I would, I would say if the person was younger than me. 
It's good, isn't it? So I have to, I'm just saying, I just have to figure out yeah. that, how to 18, say it. Because he's, he's definitely older than me. So. Yeah, I got everything. Clearly, old faces. I don't want to be disrespectful when I'm speaking, but I know that if I'm speaking to my little brother, I can just say it anyhow and he just accept it, even though I should say it in a proper way. But when I want to say certain things to you, if I just feel like I don't. No, I'm just saying it, Bobby. I'm just... No, no, but then that's, that's like saying the way you talk to your brother and the way you talk to your mum. They're two different people. No. So my thing is, so I'm talking about little, checking. Cool. I wanted to check. Cool, but if you want to oh, check, no, I, wait, che- you... I wouldn't check. I wouldn't check my friends like that. But if you want to check your mum, you, how would you check your mum? Respectful conversation. No, yeah, I'm not saying I'm being disrespectful to you. No, you don't get what I'm saying. Like you're trying to say that there's times you want to say something, but because of you're doing all this, but I'm like, bro, it's very simple. <laughs> I said I'm doing all this, but you're doing all this as well. No, but this I'm is the part I'm trying to avoid. This is what I'm trying to say. This is this is the part I'm trying to avoid. What are you trying to avoid? It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. It's not an age thing. And you'll see what happens on that day. It's a respect for us. No, not like that. You know what I'm saying? But he said it in a respectful way, bro. Respectfully, you will see what happens on that day. No, the Melbourne man think he's talking to you. It's a respect thing, man. It's a respect thing. There's been many times Lee's called me and gone, are you all right? Like, what are you doing? And he's, he is younger than me, like five years younger than me. But when mm. I respect him in it, so when mm. he calls me and says, what are you doing? That don't make no sense. You take it on board. Like, I think it depends on how someone says something as well and, and where it's coming from. If yeah. it's someone that you respect and you're cool with, Thanks. it's calm. Like, it's just kind of like, it's how they say it and when they say it. Because, mm. for example, you, they could, you could have a deal, for example, that fell through Lee getting onto you for something is not really the right time at that moment because you might be like, what? Whereas you might be like, you know what? I'll say that later. But it so, works in the reverse as well, isn't it? Because sometimes you might be tight to yourself and you need someone to be like, no, go on. Yeah. So it works both sides. Both sides. Yep, yep, yep. But it, it, it's the, uh, the number one issue I think people like us have is our egos. Yeah. Like our egos and our insecurities. Yeah. So when, when he speaks to me, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't filter it by he's trying to look better than me. He's no. trying to belittle me. He's trying to make me feel bad. I don't, I don't put any of them feels on it. Mm-hmm. Anytime he speaks to me, I'm like, this person, my friend, my brother, he cares about me. He loves me. He knows my whole life. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what's happening in my life at any moment in time. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking, like if I've just had the worst day in the world and he's going to me, I've had 10 bad things happen and he's now the 11th one going, you must not do that. That's a madness for you to do, you idiot. I don't, I don't put it against the other ten. I just go, he, he that's sees something. Like something's happening there. I that's need to pay attention. I need to pay attention to what he's saying. That's he's not always right, but but I think when Taser was saying about age, I think maybe he meant that in terms of is that you as a person because you're older and ex- more experienced now that it's like you can see it like that. Whereas with Dean of ten years, fifteen years ago, I've seen it the same way. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's there's a there's definitely an element of I think with a lot of the stuff we've been talking about even like the table stuff, just being at a point in life of going, I've been blessed. I'm so lucky. I don't really view tables with that value anymore. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 
So it's just this stupidness to me. It's do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so I don't attach importance to it. And that thought process lets me hear things in a certain way too, that I'm very comfortable with myself. Uh, I'm happy with where I'm in life. So when people talk to me, I can I can hear them a little bit more because I'm not trying to prove myself so much. I'm not mm. trying to force myself on you so much. So I can I feel like I can hear a little bit more. That is an age and experience an experience thing. But our dynamic isn't an age thing because there's other people his age who are relatively smart people. I just don't respect them in the same way. Do you mm. know what I mean, they, they don't manage carry themselves. It's not even about what they've achieved. It's about the way they carry themselves. They carry themselves. So when they when they when they might give similar advice, I go, I don't know, man. Like the way mm. you live and the way you move, I don't really rate it as much. The way he lives and the way he moves when he goes, spend more time with your kids. I see a man who spends a lot of time with his kids when he says, deal with your missus in a certain way. I see a man who deals with his missus in a certain way. So I can hear it. When you say the same thing, it has no value. And you're doing nonsense in that category. It's harder to hear. I'm not saying it's not right. It's just harder. Yeah, it's harder yeah. to hear. So that that is the... That is the power of the of the voice more than the age or anything else. Do you find that, sorry, I was going to say, do you find that being, you know what I mean, successful, you know what I mean, at the level you're at, do you find that, especially when people speak to you about things or give opinions, do you feel like a lot more people say what they think you want to hear as opposed to what's the right thing? 100%. There's so much value. And I don't know, man, like we have to figure out how to edit this in, but there's too much value now in agreeing with me and being being, I don't know, sympathetic to me. There's too much, yeah. there's too much value in that. So it, it has the reverse effect on me where people who are like, that's dumb. <laughs> like, don't do that. Or that's stupid. Mm. Or we don't need to be over there. I put so much emphasis on that because I know, I know that people get through the net thinking that like agreement and, and, and then also co-signing everything. Co-signing everything. I'm going to, so now I'm, I'm a little bit like, even I knew that was a bit stupid, but you're but you seem really great in that. No, no, I don't know about you. But then having people around you who are who are like just they just don't care. Like he, like that's why I love him so much. He doesn't care. Leon doesn't care. They're not here to I don't know have me supporting them. They just don't care. Yeah. I think that's a that's sick, dumb. That's, that's a sick thing to say. You, I could show you my messages. 80% of the interactions with him and Leon are them going, you're an idiot, you're dumb. How, are you, how is your head so big but you're not a genius? I can show you the message right now. Like, it's not nice. <laughs> so you see, but you see the, the love between brothers and or boys here, it's, it's mad. Oh, that's like the, um... People can't understand it. Like, there's even times where people online are like, um, um, where some boys were like, you know a man for time and not know his real name. Mm. I'm like, yeah, but there's bare man from school, for example, not school, but around the area that they've got a name. I don't know their, their real name, but yeah. you know them, mm. as in you know about them, you're cool. And it's just like, as boys, I don't know, the way we hold this, uh, um, each other accountable, the way we look after each other, when you've got a real set, Bro, it's mad. Yeah, There's certain yeah. friends you've had for like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, bro. Mm. Like, yeah. And they're the same, like, as yeah. in, if you don't speak to them for six months, yeah, three months, yeah, when, where you, where, when you have that conversation, yeah, you pick up right from where you left off, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to say that what you said was sick because it ties in with um, one of the videos that went viral recently of me speaking about my daughter's desk and then him eating Chinese. Okay. And they, they were basically saying his emotional intelligence is in the mud because... I'm sharing a sad story, allegedly sad story, and he's just eating Chinese. 
And no, I least, start, at least I start eating the Chinese that. before you telling the story. Man, man, but I, I don't have a problem. Man, with tweeting, Chinese, man, man, tweeting, and you got a microwave. <laughs> I'm like, what? You want me to, so you're telling me a story? I just stop eating my child, man, close the yeah. lid. Be like, but continue. sometimes I just feel like people, the way people react to certain things, you you can kind of see if they have that kind of friendship around them. Because okay. you would understand why I wouldn't see. As a thing, as a big black, come on, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What was hilarious to me was of all the things where his emotional intelligence is lacking, this is the one you pick. And I was like, he definitely. I was like, bro, the, all the things you could have picked. This. This, this is your guy, yeah. <laughs> not my guy. Man's no, bringing, no you're not. You're gonna take my man's emotional intelligence. Man's bringing the group chat to the. Can't finish my front away, man. Can't finish holding him to cut there, man. <laughs> I was like, of all the things you could have caught him on, you wouldn't catch him on. You might not answer me today, though. This one case. This one saying when he can disrespect me. I did that. At some point in time, he said he's going to come up where he can. No, it's hilarious because he needed to check if he could read the G-Tech. I'm just saying, can I check you? Am I allowed to check you? If you can't check him, then who? Let him know that. No, you got, like, if it's not you. Can I check you? What? <laughs> if, if, I, if I feel like you're moving a bit back and I straighten you out, is what I'm asking. Hey, yo, what straighten me out? What's going on here? Man, done this as well, you know. Like, Phil Mitchell, everyone's back. What? I said a straightener. So I was going to talk about some of the background. So I remember you like saying back against the wall, broke. Um, I remember watching on Winners talking. You um, used to live in a hostel. I remember you saying that. Um, I'm He's smiling when you said that. You see what I'm saying about your emotional intelligence? You said that we smile on your face. Now, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like, so you're happy about it. No, but like, you smile. Like, you smile. No, we both smile. <laughs> no, no, no. Better days. You were trying to figure out where you were going. Better days. No, I'm talking about like, because the, the thing is, I think with sometimes when we look at black people that have achieved certain things, some people might look at it like, ah, oh, them man always up. Mm. Like, that, them man never went through anything. It's like, nah, bro. You, you said as well, like, went similar in um, college. You said you are broke at one point in time. You were living in a hostel. So it's just like, where, what you've achieved speaks volumes for like, obviously your drive, your determination, stuff like that. So I just want to speak more about, and I even saw the thing about the equity thing, which was cold, that you said that one job you had, because you're one of the f- four people that started it, mm. you believed you would have equity when... Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when the company got sold, man said, yo, so this equity, <laughs> don't like, not for you, bro. <laughs> so he said, because of that, the next job he had, Every time they offered him a pay rise, yeah, I'll take a little bit less, but let me give, give me some equity. And every year he'd done that. So when the company got sold, he had equity as well. So even that f- thinking, because I've never actually thought about that at work. Once you get a bonus or a pay rise, you're taking the whole pay rise, bro. Not many people are thinking about equity. So mm. I wanted to speak about some of your journeys in terms of how you got to that point. That um, negative experience was super important because like you said, I was one of the first four people in that company and then that company was being sold to Vodafone for 40 million at the time and I was just stupid in thinking well there's four of us we kind of got it going so 25% each 40 million that's 10 million and then I started talking to the owners who had remortgaged their houses put their savings into building that company and I was like right so where's the paperwork about the 25% and they were like what, what are you talking about like, don't be stupid no, do you know what I mean like they were like we took a kid who was playing football who had no, basically no experience in the corporate world and you've been getting paid like for, for doing this. So there's no equity for you. And I was so offended by it that they cut me out because I did feel like I did, I played an important part well, in building yeah. that company. I was so offended by it that it set the tone for every conversation I had afterwards about 
equity. I was so tuned into equity. And I think I have a lot of conversation with people who say, should I be getting equity? Should I ask for equity, et cetera, et cetera. What happened to me, that negative experience, it, equity was a real thing. Like I had one, I had, it was my second job actually. It's my second job. And in my second job, equity turned into tens of millions of pounds. Do you know what I mean? So mm. for other people who are like on their fourth job or their fifth job, where they've never seen equity turn into millions of pounds. For me, in 50% of the times you go to work, equity turns into tens of millions of pounds. So when I went to the third job, I was like, there's no way I miss out on this here because this happens all of the time. Do you know what I'm saying? For yeah. other people, they go to three, four, five, six jobs that's never in play. For me, I was, I was walking into my third job and in one out of two cases before, equity turns into millions of pounds. So I was so tuned into it. Without that experience, mm. like without like missing out on that, I don't have that so conversation. I don't focus on that in that way. Like it's not, it's a Disneyland thing. It's not a real thing to me, but that that made it a real thing. And like without that negative experience, I don't tune into equity in the way I did. And without tuning into equity in the way I did, we, you know, we probably ain't even having this this conversation. Have you had a situation where, you know, you've got equity and it doesn't turn into anything? And I say this because a friend of mine, he worked for Silicon Valley Bank and, you know, in stocks over the years, you know, it accumulates, you have X, Y, Z or whatever. So in his mind, he's done the maths, you know what I mean? This is, you know, how much I have. And then he wakes up tomorrow and the whole company is gone and he's like, I should have taken my money. No, it's like, I should have taken my money. No, because after the negative experience, the next experience I had, I was at that company for nine years. And like you said, like every time it was pay increase time, I negotiated to get more equity. So I ended up with uh, 2.8%, so basically 3% of that company. And then we sold that company to Oracle for $550 million. So at that point, I was I had 3% like of, you know, of five fifty minus debt or whatever else, but it's still a huge, huge number. But I wasn't the CEO of that company, but I had 3% of the company because I was running a big part of it. So then I had that, situation which was you know meaningful and then the next job I was CEO so there was there was no conversation without equity and in terms of making that equity worth money I was a CEO so I was probably more in control of making it valuable than anybody else do you know mm-hmm. what I mean I, I own not owned but I was in charge of the destiny of the company I was in charge of the strategy I managed all the people so making the equity the five six eight percent I had worth something I was in such a great place so I never had that experience but but my experience is like a little bit unique. I've had, if you include football, I've had six jobs. Football, I didn't make any money. ISIS, I lost out. The next four, I had equity and it all turned into money. So so for me, the like equity always ends up as as a big payday. Always. Mm-hmm. There's thousands of people working at thousands of companies where they're rewarded equity and it never turns into anything. So so I know my experience is a little bit, you know. Yeah. I, I, I'd yeah, say, okay, I mean, if you were to give advice to, you know what I mean, I guess if somebody says, I'm a little scared of asking for equity because I'm not sure if it will turn into something. If somebody had that conversation with you saying, what direction should I go in and so on, what would you say to a person in that situation? Well, how could they find out if the equity would mean anything for that company? Not even to find out. I think that will be a separate thing. But literally, if someone comes up to you and says, you know what, which way should I go? I'm a little unsure. So by the time I was having the I want equity conversation, I was in a I was in a cash comfortable situation, right? So I was able to say, 
I don't want to, I, I can afford to not take an 8% pay increase or a 10% pay increase so I can manage my life. I was in a relationship, we were both earning money. So I didn't, I didn't need the additional cash. Like if you're trying to support a family, you take the cash. Like you don't put your family through hardship because in eight years, it you might, might you, it might pan out. Yeah. So you take the cash. So first, first is your own cash situation. Secondly is the, uh, the profile of the leadership of the company and how the company is invested. Like, is the company owned by people who will want to make money from that investment in a reasonable time frame? If the company is owned by people who couldn't care less if in 15 years it becomes valuable or not, don't take equity. You know, the companies I've run are owned by private equity, which are addicted money. to having a return in five years' time. So, you know, whether I do a good, bad, or indifferent job, they want a return in five years' time. In five years, six years, seven years, eight years in an amazing scenario, some some people are going to make money from this, right? So take equity in that company because you might be eight years of the outreach away from an event. Like you do take equity in that. Something where some guy owns it, he's taking half a million out of it every year to manage his lifestyle. He doesn't want the money or need the money. I wouldn't take equity in that company because this guy's just... Guy or girls what what qualities do you look for in people when it's when you want to do business with them as opposed to what, what you see on paper you want to do business with them yeah like what what characteristics do they have to possess yeah. you to be like yeah I can see myself in business with this guy that's quite this broad. girl that's quite broad like I'm quite big on authenticity um it's quite broad though depends it depends on what context but I suppose you're going into a partnership with someone. So let's say you're going into a partnership with someone just to kind of mm-hmm. tighten. Just oh, say okay, you're going cool. into a partnership with some somebody, you know what I mean? They've got this and what you we're going to be working closely together for XYZ and you have to put money in. I, I, I don't look at it like that. I, I look at it as whoever I'm going into a partnership with, they have to offer something completely different to me. So they have they have to have a different skill set to what I bring to the table. Um and it might be money or if I'm putting money in then there's no massive value in them necessarily putting money in mm. as, a, as a necessity because they might bring something else to the, to the table that I don't bring so I think I look for the opposites of me but but still based around can I trust this person like character right yeah, 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 could, yeah. yeah a certain level of character like, do I know this person do I trust them who are they yeah and that's, that's really it really. we look at we, we both talk about this so we look at people a lot away from work mm. I mean, so you look at a person's work, their CV, what they've achieved. You look at a person like away from work. Like I, I always say, if I can find excellence in your life away from work, then that's a very, very endearing quality, like whatever it is. I always tell a story about a lady I hired in COVID who had lost her previous job and she was doing this like baking, baking with her kid, like her daughter. And she described the story to me where she like lost her job. She had money, like she wasn't desperate for money. But then she started baking with her daughter and baking for her neighbours. So they would bake, I don't know, like five cakes for their immediate neighbours. Then they baked 10 cakes for their immediate neighbours. Then they baked cakes for the whole road. Then they baked cakes for the free, you know, perpendicular road, roads to where they lived. And all I was hearing was that this woman just had like this drive and desire that like, what could we do? Could we do more? How do we scale this? Like when you see somebody who is like pursuing excellence, they've just got a drive in themselves to do things better, not for the audience, like not for the accolades, not for the money. It's just like, 
can I get a faster time on my 5K? Like, can I do an extra push-up? Can I, you know, be a little bit better in the bake sale? Like, can, I just want to do a little bit better. That's an endearing, mm. that's an endearing quality. I like, I like to find that in people. No, that, you know what you've said is, is, it's actually incredible because you could actually Most have some... Most things I say are incredible. Like, that's a known thing with me. People say that all the time. <laughs> I like the that. Humble. <laughs> humble is how we are. Ellie, Ellie, please tell him. Tell him. One of those moments... There's a good layout. I see what you're going to watch. No, because I was going to say, it is, you know, you can have, you know, let's say somebody that works with you or works for you, works around you, where you're like, you are incredible at work. But your personal life is crazy. <laughs> you know what those ones where, and eventually your personal life, you know what I mean, will start creeping into mm. X, Y, Z. I'll give you an example. With me, like, you know, in hospitality, and when you're hiring a chef, you know what I mean, you could get an amazing chef. But, you know, there's a high chance he's either an alcoholic or he's doing cocaine in the bathrooms <laughs> during shift. So no, that, but those are things where mm. it's not even, you know what I mean? Like that is, people in that environment, that's something that is. Their chefs are going to be listening thinking, what? what? Bro, why is Keith going bro? Look at what I'm talking about, bro. Gordon Ramsay did a whole documentary about where they went and tested out the toilets because all the staff were in there, you know, yeah. having fun. Yeah, but the toilet, everyone uses the toilets. No, 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 but these are staff toilets. QC, Marvin, Abbey. Come on, come on. But it's a serious thing where you look at, you know, somebody's personal life where you're like, yeah, this might be a problem for us in the mm. future. There was a restaurant in the city, essentially. It was two owners or whatever. And one of them would just be dipping into, you know what I mean, into the finances, essentially. Mm. Eventually, you know, got rid of him and so on and so on. But he was kind of treating the business like his, his kind of his little piggy bank because of, you know, personal addictions and habits and, and stuff like that, where, you know what I mean, he's out there doing whatever. Right. And then it's kind of put a strain on the business. But he was great at what he did to the point where he was, probably the main reason the business got to where it got to. Mm. But you also had that other side where you're like, yeah. you know what I mean? This, you know, you, you've taken us here, but you can also take us but how here. But how was he able to take money out without anyone knowing? It was just, and bear in mind, some, some of it was, it was still kind of like a cash business, essentially. You just opened the safe and take money. You know, people would say like, he would just come in and take money out the safe. I remember when one of my managers done that still. <sighs> Yeah, and he got caught for it. So I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know, because you take your money out of somebody else's business. No, it's worse, I think it's worse when it's yours. Because he just came in to get out of the safe. Brother, mad thing. Mad. Were you in the shift? No, after the shop closed. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant as in on, like, while you were no, working. No, no. So basically, when I used to, I used to work in a shop called <laughs> Thomas Because you might Pink. have some real demons. If you can walk so in mid shifts. I was like assistant manager of the Canary Wolf branch. So when I had my knee surgery, I was off work for like a year. Um... So I remember meeting someone. Someone was like, oh, you never guess what happened to so-and-so. I said, what? He said he got sacked. I said, what? For what? Like, he was one of the shining managers in the company. <clears throat> Proper look to par, mm. whatever. But you could see he had like... Um, Thirst for the money. No, an issue with drugs. Uh-huh. Because he'll be like... There times he's at work, he's like, yeah, so do you know what I mean? Like, he was proper like a, a geezer, but you could see, like, I could tell on the weekends, like, man. Serious yeah? problem, bro. So, um, yeah, but it was like, you know that like, when someone's done it so much, even when they're sober, it comes out in their behaviour. So he was proper like You know what I mean But he was He was a lovely guy Anyway apparently One of the supervisors Come to work Whatever's been cashed The day before We bank the next day You gotta send two people To the bank Some safety thing So the supervisor Opened the safe Where's the money from Looked at the checkbook Hey hold on Where's this money So anyway So they've rang head office Like there's money Missing from the safe So HR Have come to the store To do an investigation Like on the spot so they've checked CCTV and literally he's come to the store at like midnight, opened the door, 
There's a guy with a dog following him. Jeez. He's gone to the safe, taken all the money out, giving the money to the guy. The guy's oh. left. And he's just in the store, like sitting there, like with his hands on his head. Mad, bro. So I no, don't know. I don't know. The I, demons I, are. You're like, I you don't even care that the cameras are. Nah, he knew, but yeah. I think he just, he just had to give the money yeah. to someone. It's the lesser evil. Maximum yeah, because he's thinking my job's not going to batter me. You know what I mean? This guy's going to do worse to me than Mate. my boss. I'll get fired, but what the man with the dog's going to do is. A man okay. came to me and said that basically he's got a watch that's worth 50k and he's offering it. <laughs> he, was, he was probably in a similar in a situation. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably thinking whatever. Funny enough, when Mate, you think that's, of work, that was crazy, you know, bro. But, you know, Ed, he was at work, so he's doing deliveries or whatever, and I think they were Pelotons or some kind of expensive bikes, whatever, he's doing deliveries at work or whatever. So he said one time now, you know, he's had, he's got the bikes in the back, you know what I mean? Gone home because he did the delivery or whatever. But he's come back, I think he had six bikes. But when he's opened his van, there's only three now, yeah? So he's fuming because he's like, why did you take all of them? Because now I have to turn up to work with three bikes and I have to tell someone they only took three. <laughs> so how do you explain that, Marvin? I'm like, they only took three of the six expensive bikes. Bro, he was absolutely Livid. fuming because like, I should have taken all, all six of the bikes. Because he's like, what do I do now? Do I just turn up to work? The free. Or do I take the free? Bro, he's like, no, he was like, the bikes were mad expensive and he's fuming now because he's like, oh my God. Who's going to believe me? Because he was like, I wouldn't believe they yeah. only took three. Imagine me telling you, Marvin, I know there were six of these things here, but somebody came and took three. Took and three. Why wouldn't they take all of them? <laughs> I know, I think he's overthinking still. No, he... He, <laughs> he got stolen, man. Three, three, got he didn't take them. Yeah. yeah. That's the, three, but think, three, but I got stolen. Maybe, maybe someone could only carry three. <laughs> yeah, they only have space for three. As long as he didn't. Like, my man, that's what I'm saying, man. Hey, I've seen too much over there, man. But that's even worse. The whole thing's gone. Where were you, man? Six bucks got stolen. Where were you, bro? Because if somebody's really taking them, they're taking all of them. Where were you? Six bikes got stolen. Outside my house. It's in the van. You didn't hear, you didn't hear six bikes. Three. Because you're in the middle of the night. So I was taking three. Like, why? Because I'm saying, why didn't they come back and Imagine take the other that. three? Imagine you got to explain that you didn't take three of the bikes that you didn't take. Yeah, no, that's the real conversation. It's like being at your brother's house and he's looking for money in his house and it's like, oh, did you see this 50 pound? And you're like, nah, I haven't seen this 50 pound. You know, you look around, you help him look, you go in the toilet, the 50 pound is in there. Are you going to come out of the toilet and say, no. oh, I found it in the you toilet? You never guess what. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you so happened. We looked everywhere, but you went in the toilet, know, Marvin, I, I wanna, and you found I want to um, audit your friendship circle, man. There's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> of friendship circles. There's too many. There's too many. Like, no, it's I'm, I'm, no, that's not going in your toilet and you're looking for 50 pounds. in there. I'm going, leave. I found it. 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 I that's why. That's, that's why, why you're sweating, bro. Whether it was in your soccer or not, he's gonna be like, I don't know, man. Like, my friends ain't gonna think that. My friends ain't thinking that. If your friends that. nicking fifty pounds, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely some serious. It's some serious situation. You know, um, I sorry, sorry one sec, one sec. Me and Lee had a conversation the other day, um, and we we're talking about this kind of the, the black community and whatever, whatever. And we were saying that when we were growing up, there wasn't many people that we saw. In, a biz- in the business world doing their thing that we could be like, yo, that's sick. It was like, it was footballers, the man them in the area, maybe rappers, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ish, gram artists. Blah, but it was never the black guys that you saw in Liverpool Street Bank, whatever, because maybe social media wasn't around then. Maybe those guys went to work and came home and minded their own business and they didn't, they weren't hyper, yeah. super visual. Um, so I was saying, but now, 
that in terms of black entrepreneurs, they're kind of on par with the rappers, the um, social media people. Like it's 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 like times have changed. Like even for example, your video that you had when you're closing the deal. I speak to Lee and Lee was like, that was years, that was years ago. Mm-hmm. But you would think that was recent. Mm-hmm. But because the video was so impactful, like I saw it on about five, six blogs, just of you closing that deal. Mm-hmm. And what's sick is because that's not an entertainer. That's not a footballer. That's not, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You done your thing with the, the government, with the houses and whatever. That's, mm. that's, that's sick. So it's kind of like we're seeing like maybe like a new wave of it being fashionable to be a black businessman or okay. a black businesswoman, if that makes sense. Because before, not that it wasn't fashionable, but it was like, that's what your mom and aunt or your dad and your uncle's done. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm going to do though. Whereas now you can kind of see the shift where people are like, oh, I can buy property or oh, I can buy equity or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's yeah. changed. Yeah, I think it's quite important. Like we, we spoke a lot, especially around when there was a lot of talk around like black representation in certain yeah. positions. I, f- I found myself in conversations with people and there was like, there's nobody there. There's no one in these positions. There's no, there's, there's no one in management or senior leadership positions across the board or very low percentages, which is true. But I found that I was always in a conversation where I was on the opposite side of that. I'm like, no, I know loads of people. Yeah. Like, there's this person, there's that person. Now, and then like we spoke, we spoke a bit and we was like, well, actually, yes, there are people there, but nobody knows them. There's no one shining the light. Mm. on the fact that there's people there. So it's very easy to say there's no one there because we, we all go through our daily journey and probably don't see certain people. Like, yeah. You see the same people all the time, isn't it? Um, especially if you're not in those in those rooms or in those circles where you can see something different. So then it became, like, well, I thought then it's, it's quite important then if people are digesting information or seeing representation a certain way, do you have a duty to then shine the light or or show people in the way that they actually see things, that there are other people there doing it. Yeah. Right? So, and that's, that's when, I mean, you guys can probably see the FFG stuff. There's been a lot of representation, a lot of light shining on success and excellence and those things. Those things are intentional because there are people there. It's not just magically today, there's loads of people now. They were always there. Always there, yeah. But <clears throat> wasn't aware of them because the light wasn't being shined on it. Um, so that's one of the things that was quite important like, with the FFG. With FFG, it's about shining the, the light on, on excellence. Because it's there. And as you said, now that changes the mindset. As you said now, people might see that as a route to success or a route of a decision for them to go down, which is actually probably more attainable than trying to be a footballer, trying to be a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Do you know how many streams you'd have to do to do his numbers? Like, is it? Mm-hmm. To to be where he is, to have his success. Hey, it's not all about money. Sometimes it's the art form. People like to. Yeah. That's what they're. Which is a beautiful thing. And they should mm-hmm. do that. But if it's if you're weighing up options of like the success and impact on your life and your kids' life and your family's life, you have to do mad streams to do some of this. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you've got like I don't know an album ready to go, and you can walk that path, and it's all about the economic outcome. No man, like, this is. That's a very valuable and slightly more attainable thing thing to do. And yeah. and I've got a lot of friends who in entertainment and music. So it's never about um no you know, be, being disconcerting yeah. to that yeah, yeah, form yeah, as well. Because yeah. no like no one listens to more rap music. Like no one's more entertained and, and loves what our people do from an entertainment perspective more than me. It's just yeah, like it's you said, option. it was it was ent- intentional to go 
if you live your life in a spreadsheet, you can do all right. Like you can, you can have, you can still have that lifestyle. Mm. Well, I think what's important as well is that um, the representation, because even for example, when we started doing podcasts, not many people were doing podcasts. Yep, yep, but right. people saw us doing podcasts, right. and a lot of people done podcasts. So even that that can trivialize it. But it's like I said to you when I used to work at Liverpool Street. First day I was there, I was like, "Raw, there are bare black people here." Right. But when you, I'm, I'm never around there during that time normally. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like as Taylor said, maybe a young a party in one of the bars around <laughs> yeah, the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're there late, whatever. Whereas yeah. when I'm there during the day, bare black girls, bare black guys. I'm like, "Raw." But if you're not in around it. that environment, you won't see it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying. So for me, it started to become normal that I'd see a lot of black people, Asian people, in Canary Wharf, Liverpool Street. Whereas if you're not in those environments, you won't see it. So I think it's very important for there to be a light shone on people within those um, disciplines because it kind of shows the younger gender. Oh, I don't have to be a rapper. Exactly. I don't have to be this. Like these men are lit as well, you know. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's very important. It's nice, it's nice to you say because it's a hundred percent of the reason why we're visible. Because we're not like by personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've been hiding for years. The stats like tell you, like we've been hiding for years. It's only like the last two, three years we said, you know what? Maybe you know, maybe we should do it. And but you but you're right, because like we were saying earlier, like you you are the people who open my eyes to what this is and how lucrative this could be and how impactful this could be that you that you guys do this is this is no no gas Finance. this is the first yeah. podcast this is what educated me on podcasts come on it did and then yeah, yeah. I think about all the things that got birthed because there's and I think it comes in two forms like people look at you and go that's what we want to aspire to but there will also be people who look at you and go oh we can do that can much do that. better than they that's do that's easy but, Eva, Eva is right. Mm. Like Eva's good. Like yeah, if, yeah. And if they come up and they 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 fall short of you, yeah. that's still quite a high standard. If they fall short of this, yeah. that's a high standard. If they exceed this, that's an incredibly high standard. They probably yeah. create a life for themselves, an income for themselves, yeah. change their families. It's a it's a beautiful thing being pioneers in that in yeah. that in that space. No, hundred percent. And you know, speaking of um, you know what Marvin was saying, I think you know when you grow up, I feel like. It's a conversation I had, not even sure who I was having it with, but where we talk, we were talking about when we were growing up, you see a lot of people that grow up in our environment and what they aspire to be. You know, when you're growing up and you thought to yourself, I can never make it to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So you realize that when you think of the hood, right? It's, you know, when you, and I'll use hood rich as an example, because you're like, there's this other world that people live in and that is the pinnacle of success. And when you reach that level, you're top of that tree. So, you, you know, because you think to yourself, I can never make it, Outside yeah, of this, this world, you know what I mean? Where I live and where I'm going to excel is here. So that's why when you see certain people, when you think in the ends and you look at the end, when you're outside looking in, you think to yourself, these people have not done a fraction of what we see as that. But for yeah. everyone within that environment, that is the highest I can climb. And that's why I want to be the guy with the beam on the chains, the this. Because, you know what I mean? For them, they've always kind of thought to themselves... This is as that's the pinnacle. That's it. That's yeah. as far as it goes. Growing up watching, you know, paid and full. Essentially, when you see the lifestyle for all of the kids that were growing up living around those guys, being a doctor was never that's in that it. person's future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, being a doctor was never a thing for that person. Being a lawyer, being a, the minute you get that first criminal record, that's out the window. Done. You know, you can't be that. You know what I mean? Being an accountant, being a this. You know, so for most people, like I can never be that. So all it is for me. So for them, they see all of these. You know what I mean? You know, doctors walking around. That's not 
me. It could never be me. I don't know if that's completely true. Yeah, I can't lie. Because I think, especially when we're young, there's such a high, um, there's such a high concentration on education to become a doctor, a lawyer, uh, a professional. Like, especially with my like my friends, and it wasn't like we just went to a normal school, like normal area. And I remember all their parents was kind of like. You've got to go to school. You've got to do your education. You've got to be a doctor, lawyer, da 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 da. Whatever it might be, it might not turn out like that for the majority of people. But I think the intention from parents was definitely, focused, think, especially think, in our culture. Definitely, I think you're right. I think that the intention of parents was mm. a focus on education, but we then we saw what came back onto the estate, and what came mm. back onto the estate was footballers yeah. who yeah, were yeah. killing it, yeah, yeah. musicians who we were killing it. We're killing it. Thought. Or who, who, who looked like they were killing it. Mm-hmm. And then the trappers who were killing it. So we had the parents going, go to school, get a good education, and this is how you succeed. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about you, but I didn't see, I saw almost no, no reinforcement yeah. of that. I saw yeah. reinforcement of footballers, yeah. musicians, and... and yeah, yeah. Do you know what was so difficult with some of our parents as well? Mm-hmm. So you know when your parents are telling you, go to school, be a lawyer, be a this, this, this. A lot of people's parents weren't successful. In that way, where right, you're like, right. you've not yeah, reached yeah, yeah. that. So it's, it, so I, f- I feel like for a lot of people, I'm like, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. you, it didn't work out for, for you. So yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they, you know, I feel like if more of us listened, you know, sometimes it's listen to what I'm saying, not what I'm doing, because I've had to do this, this, and this to get you to where you are. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, I hear you, mm-hmm. but you're, you know what I mean? That guy over there has, a, you know, he's got a vibe yeah, series. Yeah, but I I'm hear, not going to lie. I don't, I don't think I ever looked at my mum and dad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. You, like, you know, I'm just saying, I'm saying, because they're giving me advice. I never looked. As yeah, well, you ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you're the parent. I, I, I don't think. I don't think. If you, if you as a kid looked to your parent was like, you want me to be a doctor, but you're a cleaner, for example. I don't think anyone. The slap you would have got, yeah. Brother. What? Yeah. Not like you're gonna, bro, it's not like you're gonna say that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. For a lot of people, when you look at success, no, no, essentially, it's not, literally like when you get advice. No, from no but it's, yeah, but it's remember, it's for example. Well, I'm African, so um, I'm first generation here, so. My mum and dad, whatever they've done, we didn't start this race right on the, the same, same line. Yeah, yeah. So, and I knew that from when I was young in terms of like schooling, the way I speak, the way I am. So, um, I think Skepta said it. When I was in my house, I was in Nigeria. The moment I left my house, I was in the UK. Mm. So when I'm at home, I'm hearing, ah, uh, Timmy's an accountant. The mm. thing is a lawyer. Mm. Uh, he does graduated. Mechanic, this I think. Oh my god! So in my head already, I knew there's even on summer holidays. I'm sleeping in. My dad's knocking. Why are you sleeping? I'm like, I'm off for six weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no work to do. I'm like, blood. Yeah. But the way my mom and dad were is like, why? Like, no, you. There's no time to rest. There's no yeah, time that, to rest, that, that bro. There's no, there's yeah. no time like, to rest. Do you feel like there's time to rest? Just yeah. your experience, or is that the general experience? No, no, no. The, I think the more no, we no, speak to, about it, I'm talking about my experience. I know oh. that's my thing. I'm no. saying that, like, I feel like there's a lot of us because my experience is closer to yours and mm. yours, where my family, like, growing up, you know, what I mean, I told you, my parents sent me private school. Like, what my parents wanted of me, like, was clear, and it was like your experience. You know, what I mean, they were very clear or whatever. You know, what I mean, they spoke very clearly about what they wanted for me, X, Y, Z. But like I said, I look at a lot more people that I spend time with that was. In their experience, no, I felt like no, it 100%, was... no, 100%. But I'm saying, but as as Dean was saying, as Lee was saying, I think that even if you weren't an African parent, because West Indian parents, it would have been the same thing, not to maybe in, in a different degree, like the language might have been different, but everyone wants well for their kids, unless you're a bad parent. But most good parents want their kids to do better than them and want their kids to be independent and have a good job. So most people are telling their kids, like, 
read your books, whatever. Obviously, yeah, sometimes yeah. you leave your house mm. and the area might get the best of you, your friends. But even Taylor said it, there were times where like, his dad was like, you're not going out, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're not going yeah. out. And, and even me, for example, is a, I think, I can't remember what year it was where like, I had to be home by a certain time. The only way I could get around is to say, I'm going football. Then after football, I got like an hour wiggle room. Football finishes at seven. I mean, six, eight. I'll say it finishes at seven. I mean, nine. Mm. I have an hour wiggle room to this. Mm-hmm. But then I know I've got to be home by a certain time. Whereas certain of my brethren from school, the moment they leave St. Joseph's, bro, right. they're not going home until... You see him in Lewisham at 10 p.m. Still green blazer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, brother, yeah. hey, you got a house to go to. Yeah, yeah. I could never be on road yeah, at yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah. No, in uniform. What? That's no, why I, I look but, at today and I'm like, if you lot knew, a lot of that is because their parents might have been at work trying to better the yeah, family yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. So then there's no one at home. So then you have that freedom. So that, that environment or that community we're coming from yeah, I mean, I was lucky. I say lucky now because my mum was at home. Yeah. But then you don't have the luxuries or the things that you might want. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You get your Nintendo three years later when, <laughs> when SNES is out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. the, but then the families that are going to work trying to better their family, then there's no one at home. And then now... Catch what you're doing it. Right. Yeah. But I think so, for right. what I was saying, Marv, is that, you know what I mean... You know, what our parents tell us is one thing, but what we were seeing is success. Seeing. Where I'm like, I'm seeing man killing it on the roads. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing man rapping. I'm yeah. seeing, so it's literally like, you know exactly what you're being told. My family's telling me this. And what my pe- family's telling me is right, because they know exactly what they want for me. But you know, and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, bro, I'm not seeing no doctors in a, you know what I mean? In, mm-hmm. a, in a five series. Probably because yeah. they're, you know what I mean? They're level-headed people that know that that experience is That's way over true. whatever. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. we but see, you know what I mean? I've never seen a doctor yeah, yeah. with no chains and no kettles yeah. back then. Yeah. So for us, it was what people were seeing. So, you know what I mean? It, and, and what was kind of shown to us as success. Mm. I'm not sure which comedian it was. Years ago, he was like, if if there was a way for guys to show how many houses they own in the club, yeah? Where there was some kind of device yeah. you could wear, there'd be more people, you know what I mean? Just buying yarns. Or if you could walk around and show how much you have in savings yeah. in some way that people could immediately see you, more people would have been saving money. And I feel like that's kind of what it was back then. Mm-hmm. It was like, I want to look a certain way as opposed to maybe... Now we're, now that we're out where we are and there's more education in terms of, you know, I'd say financial literacy, managing your money more, investing. Back then, bro, it's like, how are the women going to know I have money, bro? Yeah. They can't see it. And yeah, this yeah, literally yeah. where a lot of our minds were. It's like, how is everyone going to know I'm ba- I'm balling, bro, if I'm not changing my trainers and wearing the most expensive but, trainers all the time? But, and yeah, the I doctors think, weren't I, doing it. I think that's what we've like, we've learned with the social media journey a little bit is, and I've got to credit like Lynn May. Like Lynn May was the first person I sat down with. We were working on something. She was like, we want you more, that you should be more present, like you should be ago. more like, out there. Da, 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 da. And her whole thing was was not in tune with my personality. She was very much like, what she called, she called it like hiding vegetables. I never forget. She said like, you're hide vegetables. So you got to like project all of this wealth and austerity and then people will tune into you and then you can explain to them how you, then they'll listen. Like they'll, they'll yeah, let yeah, you yeah. explain how to attain it. And I'm going, no, no, no. They're going to let me explain how to attain it because I know how to attain it. <laughs> and because I've attained it, she was like, no, 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 no. Until they see the this, yeah. the that, the cars, the, they need to see that. And, it, and, I, and I was, we had this massive argument because I'm going, yeah, but there's so many people who have that, but don't really have it. Like it will be gone in a few years because they don't really have it. So we're not going to put me in that conversation. We're going to stick to, so we were having this amazing um, debate about it. And, and where she won was we should, you know, there, there needs to be more representation of people who have, like, 
done well, attain a certain mm-hmm. lifestyle. In in this path that that we're in, so that's where she was. Um, that's where she was victorious. But I think it's that is what it is. It is about reference points because even when I was coming up, when we sold to Oracle, Charles Phillips was the black guy who was running half of Oracle. And I was just transfixed on Charles because like the first black guy I saw Oracle was the biggest tech company on the planet at that moment in time, and he was running like half the company. So I just watched everything he did, how he carried himself. How he wore suits. I remember he used to wear these curved collar type, uh, shirts. I bought curved collar shirt. Like I was just, dude, we're just doing what he does because he's the. He knows. He knows. If he's doing it, is what's that penny collar? Like down to the down, <laughs> like down to. Still. Can you imagine buying buying shirts? I the shape. Still, they'll buy I, still. I never paid any attention to the shape of a shirt's collar until Charles. Right, <laughs> so that's how transfixed I was. But that shows you the power of like a reference point yeah, yeah, in the yeah. area that you that you care about. So. We we hear it a lot from parents. We hear it a lot from people who care about us. I don't think it matters so much until you see someone where you go, I feel similar to that person. I yeah. think, do you know what I mean? Like the proximity to that person is is close enough that I can emulate. And that's why I'm saying that it's important mm. um, with what you guys are doing. Because even there's a couple times I've worked with a few schools in Hackney and one of the girls who got me on it was like it's important for there to be more black men because when they're getting when there's teachers and they're like white or other colors some of the black boys might be cool with them but they're not they're not seeing themselves in this teacher mm. so there's a there's a level of all right cool 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 it's a disconnect i hear what you're saying but mm, not for me whereas when they see you and they look at you and they're like raw like you could be me when i'm older or you could be my older brother or you then they're more likely or more inclined to listen because there's a reference point, as you or said. When they talk nonsense. Like what I do, we work with kids all the time. And the kids are like, yeah, but my dad's in jail. I go, yeah, okay. Mine was too. So now what are we saying? Now mm-hmm. what are we talking about now? Yeah, but I ain't got this and that. Me neither. Me neither. So what, what are you saying? What's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of what Lin May was saying to you, you know, like a real life experience. So when I started, you know, kind of getting into it, you know, um, so my mentor, Paul, I've spoken about him over the years. He was mm-hmm. the first a mentor of mine, his name's uh, Paul, uh, you know, so for context in terms of he, I was friends with him. We, we literally became friends on Twitter. Like I was a random white man, but he was funny. Was hilarious. We were friends for years. It was only three or four years into our relationship where I realized this man's worth over a hundred million. Mm. But like, when I say there was nothing to give it away because of kind of the conversations mm. we used to have, like he never gave away anything. And if you look well, at him, he here for free over there. No, hundred percent. You genuinely like, and for <laughs> him, it's something. I'm bad. 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 Look at him. Look at him. He's basically thinking, if I had a hundred M's, he said he was talking to him for a couple of years. No, no, no. He's like, 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 no, no, no. Was compounding. <laughs> we were, yeah, but, but we were friends I'm for years. Like it was, you know, what I mean, great relationship. We talk, have all kinds of conversations about different things. So then, you know, we. I then found out. So he made a lot of. Do you remember uh, Mad Cow Disease? When mm. All the cows were whatever. He had the company that had the only license to destroy cattle at the time. You know, when all of that happened, right. who would be prepared for that? Right. He was, you know, because he's just a weird person. You know what I mean? <laughs> to one point, we had a conversation one time and he was like, oh, I just bought a company that makes engines for submarines. I'm like, but where do you even find mm. something like that? You know what I mean? He had a, um, a waste management company that used to service all the major airports and stuff like that. Like, you know, and you, but these, bro, that. but I never, like, it's not something he would, 
you know what I mean, just outwardly say. Project. And you would yeah. never see it by looking at him. Because literally, if you would look at him, you would think he was, you might think he was homeless because he don't care about, he drives a Fiesta. Mm-hmm. He only started driving a Mercedes recently because it was his wife's old car because mm-hmm. he don't care about <laughs> any of that, essentially. Yeah. So what would happen is, you know what I mean, he gave me advice and, you know, helped me out. So for me, started doing better in life and so on and so on. And people would ask me, oh, what are you doing? And to the point where I used to post him, repost stuff that he was mm-hmm. doing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But people were more interested in what I had to say because I had a Range Rover and they didn't care what he had to say because he, his page just wasn't going on. But I'm telling you, that's what I'm getting, what yeah, I'm yeah. getting, but they'd be on there. If you were to go on Spotify... I'm not sure if he still does it now, but this podcast he used to do, these like little clips he used to do, record them, you know, in his house, in his car or whatever. But the views were so low because no one cared because, yeah. you know, they'd just be on there. And I literally, bro, just be putting that out there. But because he just didn't really seem Projected. like, you know what I mean? Like he was, what Lee was saying in terms yeah. of like, you need to, unfortunately, a lot, uh, a lot of people, not they're fickle, but they're, they want to see, they're attracted by the shiny things. Yeah. So they need to see something first to get their attention, like, oh, what's going on over there? Mm. Because I, as I said to you, I guarantee you, you could have posted bare clips. The clip that's gone is the, is the, the billion uh, pound deal clip. Mm. Gone. Just because of, yeah. and the thing is, it, it wasn't shot, no super, no great shot. <laughs> it wasn't like from this angle, it was literally just on the phone like that. Yeah. And, but it's the message and what that clip means transcended the clip. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot mm. of people sometimes, they want to, See and also they they want to know that the person that they're talking that they're talking to knows what they're talking about or there's some proof behind the yeah, pudding. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but also and, in saying that, yeah, sometimes it's like it goes back to the point that you made earlier. Like, as much as you're saying representation is important and stuff like that, yeah. Sometimes this question pops in my mind: that why do I need to see that though? That's in order to, to no, but no, no, no. No, but you're time, for, no, no, but the thing is, to tell you, you're forgetting though. Um, it goes back to. And um, what Dean was saying earlier on, that like the woman who was baking the cakes, like, or the person who does one more rep in the gym, or the person who does. Yeah, they just do it. That's my point, but I'm saying, but not everyone is like that. So, for example, me, I'm the type of person, if I go gym, or if I, if I run, the day, I, the next time I run, I'm like, I need to beat that time. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't beat that time, what's the point of me running today? Mm-hmm. So, if I'm, if I'm going gym, I need to add, even if it's a 2.5 mm-hmm. on it to, to make, to, to see that I'm, well, my strength's going up. If it's not, then what's the point of me going gym? You know what I'm saying? We're built like that, as in maybe because of where we come from, maybe because of our parents, whatever it is, but not everyone's like that. Sometimes people need to see someone else to give them that jump. Whereas, for example, look at the thing in um, Dubai, the Oud. There's an Oud shop in Dubai. I bought Ouds. I can sell this when I come to London, you know. I bought more Ouds. My story, I'm selling Ouds. Where some people just go to the oo shop and buy oo for themselves. Mm. See what I'm saying? Look at you with your um, full tees. I'm going to start selling clothes. Just selling clothes. See what I'm saying? Mm. Like not everyone's going to think about doing stuff like that or think about how can I make that. Remember the same thing with a watch. Some people, someone will say to them, oh, I'm selling a watch for 15 grand. Oh, I'll see if anyone else wants to buy a watch 15 grand. 
They're just going to put on their story. Oh, they're not going to think, yeah. think about making money, whereas you, someone who wants money is going to be like... You know you've said something, yeah, that you're not going to be happy about that you've said, right? But you've highlighted, you've highlighted something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it kind of... So you see what you're saying is there's people that do it and there's people that don't. In terms of what? You've just said, you know what I mean? There's people like you and Taser that will see an opportunity and do what you're doing. And then there's sometimes there's people that need a battery in their back. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, but that's my point. You know, sometimes in life, so what Taser's asking is, why do you need a battery in your back? So that's why he's asking. Some people do. Yeah, because some people, that's what I'm saying. Some Some people, people, people. everyone's different. That same way, for example, you you can have seven people in this room. Taser might be a fighter. Like in terms of if something happens, he's, Lee might be a person who's a bit more calm. Everyone's different. So in terms of business or in terms of how you see money or its importance, I remember as well, it comes from a a place where when you didn't have money, how did you get money? So for me, when I didn't have money, I always think, how can I make money somehow? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That was my thing. So anytime I see an opportunity of someone, even if someone gives you a call and they're saying, ah, uh, there's this, this, you'll think, can I make money out of this? Does that make sense? Nah, that makes sense. Ah, they're bullshitting me. Nah, nah, it's too good to be crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can sum it up with some people. Mm. Remember the pyramid? What's that pyramid thing that the people did in that time? Well, loom. Loom, no, loom. Loom, loom, yeah. But I think it's like... I had fun with that, like, but when I was telling like, people... What, that what was it again? Gonna... That, like... It was like a, um, you get you get like seven people to pay thirty five pound or something like that. Oh, like and the pers- the first person that came in gets the money and it starts again. So the next person, more people put in, and then the next person Conti. gets that oh, amount like of money. Yeah, but, but me, I'll look at that and be like garbage. But someone else who does, will just be like, oh my god, free money. That's where we're from, the battery. Yeah, yeah. That's, but like, like to, yeah. having the battery in your back or needing the battery in your back is fine. The problem in society nowadays is people who want to pretend that they have the battery in yeah. their yeah. back. That that's like a bit, like a bit. A What's bit, the worst? Uh, how far has wait. someone gone to to prove a point to you? You're like, this is like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, what I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation is. Sorry, 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 would you both say? Would you both say you've got a battery in your back, or you've had to put in your back? As in, like, as in, do you know what I mean? In terms of, would you say that you, from the jump, you're the type of people that you don't need no one to tell you nothing, or no, no, no. Naturally, I think I'm a natural, let's call it an entrepreneur, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably at, naturally entrepreneurial. Um, but you still need times where you need motivation. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. And also in those in that journey, there's still moments where if you haven't seen it before, then how would you know mm-hmm. what possible. to do anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Even if, even not even if it's possible, you don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't, like, what, how? But haven't you had times in your life where you, you've just not, um, what's I'm looking for? Not um, milked it. That's what I'm looking for. Winged it. Yeah, winged it, sorry. Yeah, because I'm still, I still am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read that. That's what I'm saying. No, because you... I'm waiting for that thing, bro. That's perpetual. No, because you said it. Because you said, oh, sometimes you have to see it done. And I'm like, I'm sure there's times with your life that you haven't seen it done and you're like, I'm going to have to work this out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's been my whole journey. Because it wasn't... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's my whole journey. Because mm. at the time there wasn't, I didn't know anyone doing what I was doing, yeah. and I didn't have any reference points because I didn't know anyone in business when it. So exactly that, the, the, I was just swinging it, and that's when you asked me what was my when did that, and I know it's going to work. Mm. It was when the first deal happened. Up until that point, it was just an idea, so it's a concept, and because there wasn't any examples of it happening, and that and that that concept now is as you said, like there's rent to rent now. And it's kind of like what I do, but and there's loads of courses and all these things on this now. So, so now it's a thing. It wasn't a thing then. Yeah. So, so 
I didn't have the thought to get a property and rent it to HMOs or service accommodation. I, I was look, seeking um, an exit route where, where I knew I was going to get paid, like what I thought I'd get paid from the bank. Yeah. So that's where the local authority conversation came from. That's why that journey, that, it's a blank canvas. And that's why that canvas looks like that for me. So there was no one to train me to say, okay, there's this scheme that you can, there's this way you can make money in property, you can do service accommodation or you can do this. That's why a lot of people are doing what they do now. I do something specific because it fits exactly my situation mm. and what I was trying to trying to achieve. But he he's like he's unbelievable. Like, like there's a lot of times we sit and talk and he describes what he's doing. I'm going, yeah, well, you're right. Like, do you realize what you're doing? And he's like, yeah, I'm just I'm just doing this and I'm gonna do that. No, no, no. Like this is a whole new thing. I've never heard this before. No one's ever done this before. This is amazing. We should take this and blueprint it for like you know t- tons of people. Like even the the business, one of the businesses that we're involved in together where he was buying properties from distressed landlords under pressure of eviction. And he's like, yeah, we can buy these houses from people that that have no choice but to sell them. And we can do that at a rate where he makes money from buying those properties. And the outcome for the person who's being evicted is better than if they have to give the house back to the bank or mm. to a bridging company. So this is like curing... You know, this is a project for so many people. We earn money. The person who's being evicted is in a better circumstance than if they just hand the house over. And I'm going, do you understand how many people were like in this predicament every day of the week? Yeah. Like, all we need to do is put cash at this problem and there's so much money That's to be made. Mm-hmm. But, for him, problem but, but for him, he's just like, yeah, yeah, so, you know, people, I've done a bit of SEO on the website. <laughs> people call and they say, I'm going to get evicted on Friday. And more often than not, I buy the house. It's, yeah, it's been working out pretty well. I make 25% per house. I'm going, well, are you all right? Like, <laughs> this is this is a, a pensionable yeah. asset that we can scale infinitely. And he's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's but, why he has you, though. But, no, but that's, no, what, I think that's, that's why benefit. I have him. Are you all right? No, but I'm saying no, it works. Do you know what I mean? It's tango and cash. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. I think that's, that's the benefit of what you were talking about when you said, like, winging it. Because there's no blueprint, you, f- you just have to think. And because I didn't have a blueprint on how I was going to buy properties, then you have to find a way to, to get into the conversation with people that need a solution. Sometimes it's a blessing to not have a blueprint. Because sometimes yeah. you've got blueprint. It depends it's in the blueprint, you are, there's, there's something telling rigid, you no. Yeah, or something saying, no, there's this box. And you're like, mm. But the value is outside of the lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, Being able to think differently lines, to yeah. everyone else that's in... Yeah. Space. What do you would you describe that? So let's talk about Paul. He's you know he's a bit sinister. When I say sinister, he's one of those people that's very open about how he does business. He says, "I am that kind of person that people only do business with when they have no other options." He's like, "I'm that person you come to when you have tried every single thing, everything else, and you have nowhere else to go, and you come to me." You know what I mean? And that's kind of how he does business. So when he's like, there was one thing. So he used to same thing. He used to buy people's. That's like, you're, they're going to take your car. They're going to take this mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like, you know what I mean? I was paying off the car. You give me the car. You get nothing else outside of you. Don't get, you know what I mean? The, the CCJ. Yeah. You don't get the default, you know what I mean? And you go about your business, essentially. But at the time, I was like, damn, that's kind of that's kind of mad. But he was like, they're going to take the car anyway. Right. It was like, but for me, I used to think of it from a different perspective. He was like, I have solved a problem that you have. If I hadn't done this, no one would. You would have lost the car regardless. And not only would you have lost the car, you would have gotten a mark on your name and that affects your ability to do anything else later on. So what do you want out of this in the moment? This is nasty behavior, you know. 
<laughs> he's understanding because his friend has money. When I was a debt collector, it was a big deal, you know. <laughs> That's because you're going into old ladies' house and squeezing them for a fiver. That's worse. Your, your one's worse. <laughs> Bro, he was squeezing old ladies. Bro, not only was he squeezing Bro. them for a fiver, he was making Taser, them borrow more money. Taser wasn't making no money. Exactly. Taser was... Which is worse. Taser was, Bro, no, he had no skin Taser, in the game. Taser was collecting oh, money. Yes. Your, your guy is doing a madness. And he was saving people from their problems. How is that a madness? You know what I mean? He brought them. There's a problem. It's not necessarily the money because that that concept that you don't need money for it. No, don't need money for it. Like, All I need okay, is somebody that wants ima- it. Imagine this: right, look, we we use property as an example, right? So let's say you get a property, you, you know the house is worth let's say a hundred thousand, right? But for whatever reason, you can buy it for fifty thousand. At, at that point, you don't really need money really because banks will lend. In theory, banks will lend seventy five percent of the value of the house, right? Yeah. At the at the end of that journey, the banks will lend seventy five percent. So in essence, that same that same scenario, um, a bank will lend seventy five thousand against a hundred thousand pound house. So if you if you know you can get it for fifty thousand, then actually, really, the bank's gonna it's, it's not gonna work exactly like this. But the bank, in principle, is is lending a hundred more than a hundred percent of the value of the of the purchase of that. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm, you understand? Yeah. Because you've got it for so, less. So in that situation, you don't need any money because. It goes goes back to the to the watch conversation. Would you find someone in a situation where you might need to front them, front you fifty thousand, knowing that in a week's time they're going to get it back, and then you're going to make twenty five thousand? And if you find that situation, whether you knew one person or a group of people, you could probably put that deal together. Yeah, without you having any money. Mm. Same same principle. But at the end of the day, you, you, but this is it. It's a solution to a problem. I'm just saying, you didn't give me that grace when you heard about my job. Is all I'm saying. No, no, no. <laughs> tell, tell them what you used to do, bro, so they know how much of a piece of shit you are. But I told you. <laughs> tell them no, because he's out here trying to make it seem like. Hundred percent, and he's honest about it. Taylor's trying to. I hear it. But he used to be a debt collector. Yes, I used to work for Provident. Have you heard of Provident? They used to do Provident loans. You know them people that lend your nine money. Yeah, see. So basically, used to have that. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. At high, high rates. What, Mad and, rates. And ask you to go and get correct, Yeah, correct, so like they gave me a book of a postcode. So I used to do, APR. I used to yeah. do like Chiswick or whatever. I used 80, to say, yeah, you're the, you're the this, is, this is the houses you need to go to. So every, most of the houses How that I was going to. That's the same to, as him, though. That's not the same. No, because what you're trying to say is that I'm a bad person for having the job. But I said I didn't Why last in the job. Why is he bad? Like, I didn't last in the job. Oh, I didn't no, like no, keep, no, no, no. Explain. Keep explaining what you had to do. No, no, no. We're dragging people out of the house. He takes the saying because you know when I explained the situation, I was like, "Cool, these people are in debt." You know what I mean? The thing is getting taken. My man's saying, "I'll pay for it." Wait, 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 wait. He is, and I'm honest about that. But I've described that. So Taser's compared it to his situation. So he's like, "Why are you cool with that and not with this?" And I was like, "At the end of the day," and I was like, "He's cool. Like he's honest and open about he is." Was trying to make it seem like it's not that bad right, or whatever. So yeah, but he was. It's it's different for him because he. It was a job for him. Like you exactly. your guy, it worse. You're, no, he's like he's your just guy trying to pay Your guy invented this. <laughs> your guy is actually like <laughs> guy, your guy's on tables like not paying bills. Like 
described it as he's just a debt collector. He wasn't just a debt collector. I was so a debt he will get. No, no, wait, 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 Providence. Wait, wait, wait. He will get to the season. Wait, 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 wait. So Taser will get to the season. Old Rock. Let me say what I'm saying. Let me say what I'm saying. And if I'm Taser, let me say. Taser, let me say what I'm saying. And if I'm lying, you say I'm lying. You know what I mean? Tell me I'm lying on your name, right? So Taser will get to the lady's yard and she has £10 left on that debt, right? And Taser will say to her, You want another two bills? Number 200 pounds. Yeah. I've I've explained that many times. Taser has seen her. Why are you suffer? adding? Con- but he's adding tone. He's adding. Why are you adding- <laughs> I've seen her suffer. Why are you adding tone? <laughs> Brother, I went to work. I went to work. When you go to work, yeah, wait, the wait, man's wait. coming. Do you know how wait, we no, know? no. And the man, <laughs> and the man taps his, tic- um, his card. He could be tapping his overdraft. What? Uh, you, uh, I don't care. Do I don't care. care. Buy the shirt. Exactly. Buy the penny collar, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So Buy the curve collar. Taser's saying to the lady, I know you have this £10 pound to pay today. Yeah, I you get to keep the financial advisor. You can get to keep the financial advisor. You not there. You can keep the turn off. I didn't season it. He was not there. All I'm saying, if you strike out a third time on Taser, we're going to have to dive into it. You've got to at least today. I can't. That's what I'm saying. Say by the bell, man. I can't help. The fact that Taze was squeezing old ladies, bro. Wild. You're in there telling Steve people's nans. I know half your customers were over 70, bro. You know what I mean? Look, seasoning. You again. should be celebrating him as a as a consummate professional for doing a job properly, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. Moving like Wilson Fisk, bro. <laughs> Brent is super. In old ladies' houses drinking their tea, <laughs> telling them, I need the fiver. <laughs> I need it today. So wait, hold on. So what's next? Oh, sorry, I was gonna, I was oh, gonna ask a question here. So um just before we wrap, just to round up. So there's been this like age-old debate about um, buying houses. And I've heard a few people say stuff like, um, buying houses is not the pinnacle of, it's a, it's, a, it's a debt. It's not making you no money. If it's not like a buy to let, like what's the point? So like, where do you sit in the argument? I think we had a conversation one time on this pod when I was, I was kind of pro- Buying a house and Keith was like, he prefers to rent. Remember yeah, he time? prefers to rent till he gets to the position where he can just buy a house outright. Outright. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're having a conversation about that. And I was saying, in terms of a property, it might not be for you, this gen, for example. Like, I might buy a house, pay, pay, pay. But when I pass, my kids have got a house to live in. Yeah. They haven't paid for. Do you know what I'm saying? Or, Equity, or I can do. Do you know what I'm saying? So, okay. where where do you sit in a conversation in terms of buying a house? Is it a um, yeah? Where, where do you sit in the conversation? Uh, conversa- I know you did it differently. There's two but... parts of the conversation, right? So, it's buying a house to live in, yeah, or buying a house as an investment vehicle. Okay, so so buying a house to so both, right? Uh, uh, not investment vehicle. Buying a house to live in. Buying a house to live in, as so opposed it, to again, renting. It, okay, so me personally. Mm-hmm. I probably might side with Keith in that scenario yeah. in terms of the house that, I, that unless it's your dream home that you're going to settle in, mm-hmm. then the value of owning that particular house, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily put a lot of value in, in owning that house. I put value in owning properties to pay for that house that you're living in. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then when it's your dream home where you're going to stay forever, then yeah, of course, uh, own it, uh, buy it, own it for all the benefits that you're talking about. Also, also it depends the type of person you are. So, like, 
my mum, for example, she she's only interested in security, right? So it doesn't matter how much financial sense I can show her to say, look, let's use this 300000 to go and build a portfolio and that that um, cash flow is going to support this lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. She's not interested in that. She just wants to know that she's paying her mortgage, this is her house to live in. Stability. Stability. So it depends, it depends on where you are in your, in your journey. And also your access to deals because there's no point in saying, right, you've got X amount of money and you're going to get into buying properties to create that vehicle that I'm talking about in terms of yeah. that cash flow to support your lifestyle and you don't have access to the deals. That's the real thing. If you're going to get into property, you need access to deals where you're getting decent investment returns to make that make sense. When you say access to deals, can you explain what that means in terms of... www.leburn.co.uk I think we spoke on it earlier, right? It's, it's about finding a, a house which is worth X, uh, like X price and being able to get it for, for less. Okay. That's, that's, that's it. And you know when I said that as well, it comes from so a friend of mine, um, Ali. He's into property. He's a property developer. He's got fair few properties, but the house he lives in is rented. And he was like, for me, he's like, for me to live into in this house would actually lose me money if I was to buy it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have all the properties that I I rent out and I own, and they pay for me to live here. And he's like, all the stuff that needs to get fixed in here is like my landlord. Mm-hmm. That's the sort. I was like, I don't have to worry about any of those things. Was like, but if I was to buy this property that I actually genuinely like and I want to live in, he's like, it doesn't make financial sense. Mm. He's like, which is why I rent it as opposed to yeah. buying it. But he's like, but I'm not opposed to buying houses yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of making money, but it's yeah. like the house I want to live in. He was like, my, and that's when I started to look at it differently at yeah. the time because he was like, it just genuinely didn't make sense for me. Because even in the house that, you know what I mean, I used to live in as well, the rented house, the first time I moved in there, I was in there a month, ceilings caved in. This has happened, you know, it's got swimming pool, this is broken. I was like, what, about 70 grand into fixing things. Mm. And I was like, if I owned this house, well, I'd be sweating right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know every single time I called my landlord, he was vexed. Yeah. Every single time, like, yeah, the fish tank is leaking yeah, into yeah. the yard. <laughs> this is leaked in, but he has to fix it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I mean? I was like, he fixed it quicker than I would have fixed it. But <laughs> it, it depends also, sorry, to cut you. It, it depends also how much money you have. I think that's also a difference, right? And mo- most people, they're saving up to be able to buy their house. Mm. So in that situation, if you've saved up and you've, accumulated X amount of money and then you go and put that into a house that you live in, you're out the game now. Because now you need to go back and start to recoup and start Ooh, So that's up. a good question. What's the percentage did you reckon before you buy your first house? How much should you have? Because I see what you're saying because that's one of the things that puts me off okay. buying a house. It's just, if I'm going to buy a house where everyone says you should buy a house in London, okay. my whole deposit, I'm going to look at it and think, what? And it's gone. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. One girl told me her deposit here, I said, what? Even the stamp duty. I said, why would you? And she was just like, I want a house. I'm like, mm-hmm. can you finish the house now? Yeah, that's a, that's a different conversation. You're, ready, you're finished. After you said something, sorry, I want to touch on something you said earlier because it just reminded me of something when you said stamp duty. You know, when you talk about business and, you know, the things you didn't know in the early stages and then something you, you hadn't learned and so on. I had a situation, got it into business, you know what I mean? We got in a great deal on, you know, restaurant, nice location, everything sorted or whatever. I've got the solicitor on, you know what I mean? So the first thing that happened is I agreed to pay the landlord's legal fees, which is, you know, standard, you know, corporate, whatever, uh, with commercial leases. 
not a problem. What I didn't know is what law firm they were using. When I got, you know, when you get the thingy and you're looking at it, yeah? <laughs> bro, I, bro, I, to the point where I was like, can we use another law firm? <laughs> I said, nah. You know what I mean? no, I, for context, it was 34 grand for the legals, bro. At this point, I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Brother, at the time, you no. Know, when I first, my, my, my like seven. He's like, seven, eight grand, maybe. Yeah. Ten seven, at eight the worst. Grand. Where's this no, East Ham? No, no, no. But that, no, no. Bro, if you think about it, leak, like, leak that's 10 grand, you know, lawyer, not a problem. No. So I'm like, yeah, it's calm. So I've agreed. You know what I mean? Mm. So cool. It's come up Seven to 30 grand. something, whatever. So I've got the lawyer on board. Now my lawyer, you know, he actually charged me more because they charged more. So in, in a way, I was like, bro, that's not what you were saying. Before. Cool. I'm here now. So all in all, so let's say 34 plus 18. So we're about 50 something, 60, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Illegal. Yeah. But I'm sweating at this point. At the end of it, where the solicitor is sorting everything out, it's a commercial lease over 10 years, over, over seven years. Mm. What do they charge you? Step duty, and they base it on how long your lease is. My lease was 25 years. Mm. Step duty's come back at 70 bags. I said, Excuse me? Mm. And bear in mind, this ain't in the budget. You know, you have your budget or whatever. So mm. he's like, Yeah, step duty, 70,000. I'm sitting there thinking, And you didn't tell me this until now. But the solicitor is like, Oh, I thought you knew. Bro, if I knew I'd be doing this myself, <laughs> I got you here. Because that's what you're supposed to tell me, yeah, bro. That's on you, so though, man. That's on you. Bro, it was an extra. That's on you. That's all on you. But this is it. But this is the thing what you're saying. Like, I like, genuinely, like, at the time, I was like, my man, yeah, this and this, bro. Yeah, By the time. Man. I remember the first the first deal with Primera. I said this before. Like, the first deal I said earlier, like, 3% of that company sold for 550 So when I saw the sale price, 550 I'm like, 3%. That's like, you know, north of 10, 10 M's. Like, oh, it's what you said you didn't know about the 50% is, of the 90%. amazing. Yeah, so like on that, you know, on, on that um, 3% should have been like $15 million and it was debt. Uh, then the structure of the equity was such that it was treated as income instead of debt, capital. Debt? The company debt had company debt. Okay. company had debt, so you don't get 3%. You get 3% of what the company's worth after the debt that the company had. So that comes off. Um, then it, the equity was structured as income instead of capital gain. So you pay 50%, 50% on the... It's in America. Mm-hmm. And then it's dollars instead of pounds. So back then it was like 1.9 to the pound. Oh, they were good though. Good right? old so, so 15, call it 11, call it uh, 50% of tax. So 5.5, then convert that into pounds, like 3, 3 million pounds. So, you know, as I, I was like 26, 27, maybe, yeah, 27 my mind pegged at 15, that turned into like two, <laughs> turned into three, 2. Yeah. 2.8. Which, which, don't get me wrong, it's like still an, yeah, ama- yeah, an no, amazing amount of money, but the, the, you, the psychological but I, thing but of I was like... 15 mil in. I, yeah, I, like I, I hadn't, I couldn't spend 15 in my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like by the time I paid for my house, my mom's house, I did all these things. I was like six or seven up. And then when it turned, it's like 2.8. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so it, all, it, like all, a, um, it all comes back to your own. It's like, a humbling situation. Your, your, like, it's like when, you, when they sign for music. Um, you know, like when musicians sign a deal and they say, oh, a million pound deal. So by the time it actually gets to them, it's not a million you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a lot less than that. Of course. Like, but it's all, it's all learning. Like even So that was the first big equity income. So you learn from that. So every equity conversation after that, and people are like, yeah, we're going to give you this much in equity. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Talk to me about the structure. Talk to me about the currency. Like, talk to me about the uh, yeah, yeah. question. Like, yeah. You're just like straight on it. So yeah. all these things are like, you know, like learning and, and the billion euro deal, which was funny because like vid- that video, we put a different social media team, a new social media team on FFG. So they were just like, just send us everything you've got. Send us all the pictures, videos you got. So we send them a bunch of stuff, including that video. And I don't know, out of 40 things that they got sent, they were like, Oh, this is it. Like, this is the thing to do. And I was like, I don't know about this, man. Like, 
allow it. And that night he was in the house, he probably did like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 videos of what was happening mm-hmm. in the house. Because pretty much every deal since we've been friends, yeah. he's been in, he's been, we've been together when the deal was happening. Like the deal before we was in Vegas. Different, oh yeah. Different funny stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Vegas and that deal. So we've got like this amazing catalog of videos when deals, um, deals were getting done. So that video went crazy maybe two years after the deal mm-hmm. actually happened. But it's funny because even that moment, people have gravitated to it, which is a beautiful thing. They gravitated to it because the whole homeless narrative went before it. So for most people viewing it, I think they did like over 10 million views. For most people viewing it, they're like, oh, this guy was homeless. And then this happened to him. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like, there's a lot in between. <laughs> there was like a billion years of deals until that point. Mm-hmm. And then this one happened. So it's just like, it's funny how the narrative around something mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier where people need to, they need to see a thing to hook them and then yeah. they pay attention to it. That That's what they gravitated towards. And I was like, hey, that was two years ago. And, and that's the second billion. That's not the first. I was lucky I had. What's he saying? Been here before. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, bro, where's the side of it? But man, that's my second billion, you know? <laughs> probably slipped my mind from earlier and I was like I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation is you know when everyone tells you you should start your own business you start this you're this your story is unique because you're one of those people and you're like I have worked my way to this you know I'm like I've worked for somebody to get yeah. to this point so I feel like that story is one of the most important things because it's always that age old conversation of start your own business do this do this and you're like no 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 I got to where I was got to as an employee time, yeah. and that's why I'm not really a big social media guy you, you guys are killing it on social I'm not a big social media guy the thing I love most about social media is the comments because people people <laughs> kill me yeah, on the comments that that video people are like well, maybe now you can buy some curtains. Like, <laughs> 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 you like the house with my curtains? I was going to say, see like... Some curtains, you know? Um, no, sorry, but I was like, it's important to tell people that, you know what I mean, the entrepreneur journey isn't for anyone. And I like that your journeys are different yeah, because yeah. you're out there, you're like, I built this from the ground right. up. It's right. all me. And you're like, you know, I worked my way up yeah, to right. XYZ. And I love it because it shows people you can either be him or you can either be him. And yeah. it's fine. But... Yeah. And sometimes I, feel, I want to be him. Yeah, but life always tells us to be him. But I feel like society tells us, don't be him, yeah, yeah, be yeah. him. Yeah, but yeah. people don't understand that you can get to that level just doing that essentially. And I feel like it's it's really important for people to see people where they're like, bro, I've not, you know what I mean? I'm not started X, Y, Z. I've done this, this, which is yeah. different to what everything tells me to do. And I've made it. And I feel like that is an important thing because we don't come Thank across you. many people like you. Thank so you. most people want to be like this. And this is beautiful, you know what I mean? It's but amazing. it's not easy. I tell yeah. people, this is insane. People don't know, like you said, the headaches. You know, when you sit there and you're thinking, bro, I could lose everything tomorrow stressed, right now. Like, I'm leveraged. Look at his face, he's stressed. I was going to ask you, yeah. Um, <laughs> you see, out of the videos that you got of, um, like, the times where... Um, you've secured a deal or you're filming behind the scenes, yeah? yeah? Is there anything funny that's happened that you didn't expect to? For example, you know when um, Dr. Dre signed his deal? <laughs> yeah, Tyrese. And Tyrese signed <laughs> They lost the money. And then he lost them the money. Uh, there's always madnesses. Like, there's always things, isn't it? Like, with, with Dean, I will say things like, <laughs> things that are stream on both sides of the, both sides of the coin. It can be really exuberant on the on the spending. We spoke about some of that earlier, but you can also just do things which is like, like, why is this? <laughs> why is, like, this is not a, a thing that anyone should be doing. Yeah. Like, from a tightness. Right? So, for example, <laughs> that, that deal, like, with, 
imagine that. Like, you just signed the deal, billion pound deal. We're, we're in the room, excited, jumping around, drinking. Um, what's you drinking? Uh, parody. NSC yeah, parody. NSC parody. So we're doing the whole toasting <laughs> thing. And, ah, this is a thing. We just need to sign it. All right, print, print it then. So we can sign it so I can film you doing the whole signing. Oh, no, I ain't got no ink. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you ain't got no ink? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I knew it ran out, but I didn't want to get any more ink. Be you about to do you got to buy new ink. That's real, though, man. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to him. Listen, I'm going to email it to you. <laughs> you bring, it, bring your Uber to your house. He's, oh, and, he, and he's going... I'm not doing it. I'm not doing none of this. I'm going, you go, I'll get your Uber to go to the house. He's going, I'm not doing it. No, Over you should. A billion you, pounds you should deal, all the right. and you go ink <laughs> the <razzmatize. laughs> no, no, no. I said, nah, nah, nah. nah. No, I this one out. But that is the most black thing I've ever heard, dog. <laughs> but it's like, where's the ink? I'm going to call you an Uber, you know. And I'm begging him. The Uber's more expensive. I'm going, now, please, please, seriously. And now I'm ringing my cousin. I'm trying to get my cousin up. It was like 2 a.m. I'm trying to get my cousin up. Imagine that cool. Yo, what's good? Do you have any hey, brother, you got any ink? <laughs> but he does, he does stuff like that all the time. Like, he's big into cars. So, like, there was a period where you probably had like, most most cars that you might know. And, like, I'm not into cars. I don't really know. But he was talking to me about, like, the Maybach. Mm. He said, oh, I'm going to get this Maybach, uh, I don't know, seven series or whatever. For context, there's one outside the nice Yeah, yeah. But Your name didn't hide it properly. I saw it. So he's talking about this top of the range Maybach or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, like speak, speaking to me for about 20 minutes about all the features on this car, why it's good for him, he can work for me, all this different stuff. I was yeah, but I'm going to get like the three litre one. I said, what are you talking about? Why? <laughs> and he goes, oh no, no, because petrol prices. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Hey, that's yeah, like, I'm that, that like me, you know. Yeah, I'm putting it. That's funny. I'm that's putting it on blast. Me. You know, Jordan Banjo. He's hilarious. So he had, he bought a G wagon, right? And I cook him about this all the time. But he bought the three liter one, and I was like, "Bro, it's a tractor." <laughs> like, why would you get? Yeah, he got rid of it. Yeah, because he was like, "I can't do this, bro." It was a tractor, but I was like, so you bought a G wagon, yeah. And you bought the really a G wagon, bro. I'm like, can you go up hills in it? Like, like, it must be a. It's like it's you know when Range Rover started doing the two liter sport, and I was it's like, brother, struggle. like you can't have passengers in there. <laughs> Every now and then, you need the contrast in it. You need to be able to rein someone in, but you yeah, also need yeah, to be like, no, no, we're talking about man, like, like do, do it properly, do it properly. But no, stuff like that is important, and I feel like you know, I mean, your story is incredible, and your story is incredible because there's so many sides of business that people don't see because. Most people just see that video mm. of you sitting there thinking we've got to deal on the line, but nobody sees every single thing in between. Nobody sees every failed meeting where you're struggling to agree over simple terms, mm. where you're thinking, bro, this is so simple. We could just get this mm. over the line or something that somebody's missed. And you're like, we're really near the finish line. Mm. And you're looking at something and you're thinking, what the hell is that? Mm. And you're thinking, yo, this changes everything. And now we have to go back yeah. and have that conversation again. Crumbled. They crumbled multiple times. Like, that deal crumbled. That deal crumbled four or five times. But the only benefit of it crumbling four or five times is that like, that's why I talk about having done it before is the core HR deal crumbled, crumbled on Christmas Eve, three years before that. Like I thought the deal was going to get done on Christmas Eve, but it all broke. So I've, I've kind of, I've, I've lived it and that lived experience is helpful because when things start going wrong, you don't, you don't panic no. in it. Mm, yeah, you just yeah. know like this is, this is part of the cycle. But like I, it's, it's very nice to, um, 
like to be in this situation now. It's very nice. And I, I, one of the things that's been beautiful is the, the culture has been very, very receptive, like incredibly receptive. So that's been, that's been amazing, you know, to, to have that, that reception and just coming from where we've come from and talking to young people or talking to other people yeah. and getting messages of people going, I'm working at JP Morgan. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And actually, I'm going to kick on a little bit because of your thing. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing, amazing like privilege. And now, for our circle, you know, being involved in these conversations, being in these rooms, being in a position to go, yeah, we're not doing that unless that gets cut in a way that my friend can benefit from it or my family can benefit from it. No, it's, that's that's yeah, but that's, nice real that's life. life. Like sometimes that, I there's, there's nothing that, like that. That to me is the ultimate. That's the ultimate. I'd like to. Yeah, I think no. it's the scale. The scale of the conversation, like, like <sighs> the deals that we're like Dean's talking about. We talk about like a billion pounds, and he's done a, a number a number of deals that might scale up to a billion, and then a single billion pound deal, and probably the next deal will be a lot Big bigger up. than that. Those numbers are are crazy numbers, right? So when you when you see other people that are doing well, including myself. Like we might be in a, in a million pound million air conversation. There's a lot of millions to get to a billion. Yeah, you know what I mean, so five the, million. So the the level. I understand of, that this is a big deal. Yeah, it's yeah, a big yeah. thing. Like yeah, there's yeah. a there's a big difference between like a lot of people that are doing well, yeah. and, and what that, and what that is. Like it's not it's not really comparable. But you know, but the reason why get into that working but, and not being like an entrepreneur as people would paint it. I love that because it shows that you know. Don't quit your job if you don't have to, because I feel like that's sold to people. You know, like so many people, bro, you know, you speak to someone, like, I'm doing this and so on. I was like, so you have a great job, right? Mm-hmm. And then you want to quit it for something you don't know if it will work, but you're making great money. You know, you have a conversation with someone, you're like, I don't mm-hmm. understand, but, like, but I want to do, I'm like, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but what you're saying is you make great money and but, you want to quit great but, money but, but for to, not great money. But to go on what you said, I feel like they're both valuable, like yeah, yeah. in terms of like, because some people might, yeah, billion dollar, billion pound deal, billion dollar deal is amazing. Mm. But the thing is, it he had to get there somehow. So the million pound deals had to come before that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Steps. But there's some people that are not doing a million pound, like, bro, a million pound deals are not normal, bro, either. Mm. At mm-hmm. all. Like, it's not even like, a, because you're sitting here, that's not normal either. Mm. So I feel like both need to be celebrated. And I feel like, I think that's the most important part of you two being here is that, you're both normal dudes. That's the biggest thing for me. It's not even like the whole, you've worked with this, you've worked with that. It's like, no, these are two normal black dudes that just persevered, done their thing, yeah. and they got there. You can do it too. Or you can, as you said, even if you, the, like the analogy you gave with the podcast, if you do better than us, you've done great. Amazing. If you fall short, you've done good. You've done good. Yeah, so yeah, if someone yeah. falls short of what you man have done in the business world, they're still going to be still in a good place, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah, good to see you, man, place. doing your thing because appreciate it, man. It's, it's important, man. Thank you. I know we got a rough soon, but even to um, touch on your character, yeah, when I first met you, you came to me to say, yo, I've listened to your pod, i fuck with your pod, I'm coming on one day. And I was like, yeah, 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 we're going to make it happen. And then I think about a week later, you've messaged me, you said, yo, I've seen him out somewhere else and I'm going to get him on the pod. And I was like, oh, yeah. So on, he no, actually no, followed no, through. No, it was me first, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do not do not do that. Do. You can't say it was you first because you was late. Hold on. It was me first. You was late, though. What? You was late to the event I'm talking about. 
Well, so he just jumped and oh, he, is this the chief chief is yeah, 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 yeah. Look, he just jumped. He was late. 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 He made a good entrance though. He made a wicked entrance. He brought up the free free crowd. I'm a fan. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Like, no, that, that, that's that's my yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I'm a I'm a fan of you, man. Thing from the time I heard about free shots. I like I'm, you, a, I'm a I'm a fan of I'm a fan of you, lots. And when <laughs> yeah. I when I see you, I was genuinely like, like I've I've seen you and I've listened to you and I've like replayed your clips and that. Cause I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Or no, he's got this wrong. Do you know what I mean? So I'm a I'm a genuine fan. Like I'm not yeah. one of them. I, I yeah, and I think we can be like that in our culture where the ego gets involved mm. and who's bigger or whatever not. Like, I'm a fan. So if I see you out, like, I'm like, oh, I'm... going to show love, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a fan. And that, that, that's, I feel like we need to do more of that yeah, in our yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I've made a lot of friends and built a lot of relationships. That's, that's like how me and, me and Kano nearly ended up like fighting because of, <laughs> like, because of that. Because he did, like, we see, um, we see Kano out and that same thing. I was like, Oh, like we had mutuals in it, so the mutuals have introduced us. I'm like, oh, cool. Like I'm a, fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. Because I'm a fan. Like I go to the gym. I'm playing. Okay, I'm like, playing hosting yeah. home. Yeah. I play all the albums. Big album. Jack Brown yeah, mixtape. Yeah. Like I play it. So what am I gonna do? Like you're here, and I'm gonna pretend like I never listened to your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. That's yeah. up. So we're nice to meet you. Very rare mutuals. I'm a fan. Love you, thing. He's like, ah, oh, cool. Days gone on. It was a day party. So days gone on. We're drinking. <laughs> we're chatting. Little bit, uh, cool. Evening, we've got food. There's like six or eight of us and a little food. Bit more of a chat. <laughs> Nighttime, it was at some place. I think Future was there. Yeah. So now we're partying. Had a bit more of a chat. So that's been the whole day, like from maybe two until four in the morning. So next morning, I was speaking to my missus. I think it was in Dubai. It was Dubai. She's like, oh, would you? I was like, I was out. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, see, Kano. She's like, oh, what's he like? You like him? I was like, yeah. Nice guy, man. Down to earth. I think he's one of us. That's what we always say. Mm. Is he one of us or not one of yeah, us? Yeah, like, yeah. does he match up? Oh, no, he's one of us. Like, calm, nice guy. So then I've come off the phone in the morning, gone downstairs to check out the hotel and all of the, like, his free mates, our free mates are there. He's not there. So we chatted. to him. Oh, I remember last night. That was funny, didn't it? Like, mm. remember? Oh, I didn't even think you'd be up. It's one of those nights. Then he comes down. Like, he comes out of the lift. See him coming up. I'm like, Ah, so I go to hail him and he's gone. Oh, what are you saying, man? Kane. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. And you're like, oh. I said, oh, no. Have you ever done maths in your head for like <laughs> two days? I was, thinking, I was like, no, 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 he couldn't have. <laughs> and I'm looking at the, I'm looking, I think he was over like three friends. We were the two friends. I'm like, yeah, but my friends are a bit bigger than his friends. <laughs> See if I go for him and this friend is a mutual friend so we got a cat. I was doing all the maths on how the team was going to was gonna line up. I was like, I've got, I've got to go for this guy. Like, is he, he alright? Because man hit you with the, do I know you? Yeah, I yeah. Like, I said, I hate I you. Like, I said, what last time? I said, hold on. 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 I said, I you know you're like never mind you know what Jenica said what's his name took the debt back no 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 no, no. I, I was looking at him for a good hour there was breakfast so I was looking at him thinking if I just 
Like, you're like, working. If I, if I go around the neck, like, you'll be on the floor quickly. By the time my <laughs> man gets involved, <laughs> man's like, man's I was, at your I was, I was looking at like, I was calculating. You know, in, um, you know in Fresh Prince, Carton, when he goes, he gave me the wink <laughs> and the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part was an eight out of ten bad thing. You know? <laughs> I see him about, I don't know, about three years ago at dinner. And we, like, we've crossed paths so many times over the years. So similar to now, we actually ended up talking, right? So we had this good conversation. And I was like, no, it's still bugging me. <laughs> That's like so what I was, told you. So I was like, do you remember this? I told him. He started busting up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't remember doing it. But it's 100% the thing I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, though, man. Bro. I said, no, no, no. Kane is like that, though. No, now we're So you'll see him one day and he'll be like, cool. But then you'll see him another day. Because he's like, He's reserved. If he knows you, he'll talk a lot. If he doesn't nah, know he's you, one, he's one of us. He doesn't talk he's, that much. Yeah, saying, but Kane's always been cool. Like that. What I'll never forget. Spent a lot what? of time together. That like, he's a good. He's yeah. a good. <laughs> going back to 2009, you know, what I mean, like, going back to Middlesbrough, Kane was performing over there. We've ended up in a club. There's bare people or whatever there. So we were in the same section as Kano. So I was moving to go talk to someone. The way security guard grabbed me, yeah, and I was much smaller them days. That my feet came off the ground, <laughs> and there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah? I was vexed all night. The way he grabbed me, yeah, this is the fuck did I do, bro? I was walking. The way man grabbed me, yeah, my feet came off the ground. Bro, since then, yeah, I've been inviting him to bear things, and and I invite him to things that aren't even happening just to like, <laughs> just to try and mug him back. <laughs> I invite him to events that the event doesn't exist. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, come on, right. good. <laughs> Mrs. I'm home to you. You see, came when that home sweet home album came out, the goddamn sugar, no, bro. I told you that was. A... <laughs> Listen, when I was at uni, yeah. And he drove past in the car. The girl, sc- I was in the car. The girl screamed. The next day I saw her, I said, oh, I see you screaming. No, nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I said, That's I, I saw you scream. Yeah, so yeah, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, scream, I wouldn't scream for Kato. Important, I right. said, what? <laughs> I said, I was dead. I saw you with my eyes you can't screaming. can't anymore. I said, no, do you know what it's like? I'm nah, a big, big guy in our yeah. culture, man. I got, I'm a, and I'm a fan. That's like, another guy I'm a fan of. So whenever I'm a fan, I always... And the pivot to the acting know. is cold as well. So. Nice. Bad, bro. Absolutely, man. Bad. Absolutely, man. Got a lot of love from. Thanks for having us, guys. I appreciate it. Nice, amazing. Where can they um, find you guys in terms of like personal handles, or is just to can find Lee at LC Anderson on Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) Someone, someone called me by my Instagram name. It's not even my real name. (laughs) Someone said to me, "Are you Dean?" Your friends with LC Anderson. I said, no, no. Some people live online. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because you say that, like, and this is where I understood what he was about. When I was in Dubai, everyone knew me from TikTok, but I was like, I don't even have TikTok. Like, what the hell you mean? You know me? You're the guy from TikTok. Mm, I was like, don't do that. Yeah. You're telling me, like, don't bro, do that. And show, I'll use that it shit. It shows you how powerful TikTok's awareness are, is crazy. Because yeah. that algorithm, that Instagram is people who like you and follow you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, that's why you tend to get less hate or less funniness in your comments because they're people who actually invested in you. Mm. TikTok is strangers. Random algorithm, bro. Like a random video could pop on someone's page. That's why in your comments, they don't make it, sense. You're like, anything. who are these people? I never, mm. who are you? Um, but that's why it's very different. So that's why with TikTok, the reach is if your video goes on TikTok, bro, someone's seen you in Thailand, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I tell you, social media is hard, bro. I remember. Are you not all active on socials? 
Well, obviously, they, 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 um, Instagram. Yeah, I'm on TikTok as well, but I have someone who runs my TikTok. It's he's just crazy. a lot easier. He's he's the same person. Bro, well, you say somebody. He's the same person who runs all our stuff. <laughs> I think it's yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I said it like it was some secret. Oh, yeah. Wait, he said it like he said it like some top secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he said it like some top secret person. Wait, your dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy in it. Yeah, I didn't know. He, did, he filmed um, filming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, the, the um captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Larry James was like, I didn't invite you. He said, he said that like oh, you were there. Did we invite you to the Christmas party? Nah. Oof, that's, the- that's awkward. <laughs> no, I'm gonna fight him. So yeah, that's okay. the Kano thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Looking, when he came to see, I was looking at him in three ways. I was looking at how big he's made. It's mad for you because if I go in the, the messages and I find my nah, 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 instruction yeah. for like, you, do you know, I swear, do you, do you know, because the reason why I know is because. Chiz and Gaze were like, yeah, yeah, went to the Christmas party. I said, oh, what, what Christmas party? <laughs> uh, full dress. Full dress. I looked in the picture, yeah? And I, and I see even, them like posing. But even Brent was there. Uh, I, I was like, oh, Brent, <laughs> you were there. Were you there, Brent? Were you there, Brent? <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, was like Brent, you went. I'm going to find the thing. I absolutely you said. You see me, because I'm not a hater. I'm like, right, that was sick, man. <laughs> that, was, that was cold, man. Like, right, you don't enjoy it. Like, in my head, I was thinking, right, well, bro. Look, I think I should be there. I was like, right, but I saw for them, man, like, last, last week, though. Like, I'm going like, oh. to make that happen. No, but that happened. I've been on I was there in my mom's. I didn't have reach. It's all right. Next, next year, next year. No, next I've, year, I've done it before. One time, remember my birthday, I didn't invite Yusuf. Wow. <laughs> but I, I could. You must be your birthday. I just forgot. I'm sitting there and I'm like, there's someone missing. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no, hey, I'm was, like, oh shit. I've had to message him mid dinner, like, yo, bro, I listen. <laughs> you know, you get, but I swear, man, pull up if you get local. Listen, what you're up to today, though? What you're up to right now? I see you remember today's, though. I can't lie, last week it was a family member's wedding that I was on Instagram, and I was like, oh, okay. Everyone was there but me. Cool. <laughs> they didn't invite you. They invite you. Just edit in the apology. When I find that, can we invite Marvin to this, please? I want you to edit. I want you sat here. Let's put that guys, in there, guys. Hi, Marvin Abbey here from Free Shot. I just want to apologize to Dean because he actually. You know what this sounds like? You know when Anna Wintour is working on the thingy. What's that event they do? Met Gala, and she's putting everything like put Marvin on the corner there. You know what I'm saying? You know, which table do we have that still has space? You know what I'm saying? Put him. You put him. Put him there. Nah, I'm not. You're active, innit? You go to quite a lot of. Yeah, so do you know, if it makes sense, yeah, I'll go. If it doesn't, then that's something I would have gone to differently. So, <laughs> do you not go up? <laughs> huh? Do you not go up? Not often, but yeah, every now and then. Yeah. They're gonna go and Met Gala next year. But I bet. What, what, what Met, you gonna invite us? I said no, Met no, Gala. Met Gala. Oh, as in the one in America? Yeah. Well, you, what, if, what, what would you wear? Like two hundred bags of tickets. Yeah, wait, wait. What would you wear if you were going to the Met Gala? Even if we want to go NFL, you want to go to NFL game figure. You'll go Met Gala. You're gonna get a cool thing. You, you know, know what? The, you yeah, get tomorrow. The, the, gift, tomorrow. the gift and the curses. We we basically socialize in our own so, uh, solar system. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mo- most of the events and social events we go it's to, it's always one of us. It's, it's we've curated the yeah. whole. That's sick, though. That's sick. 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 That's That's sick. 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 That's sick.
how he didn't bring no bottle to the crib? Oh, yeah, because you were doing the door. Because he was doing the door. I did. At the yard. Because you were doing the door. You didn't bring the I no drinks. I remember when Everyone else brought, brought drinks to the <laughs> no, yard. Bro. This is you didn't bring from, no drinks. The drink thing's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, he's, like, he's, very, <laughs> I realize, he's very upset you're, with you. Taser, Taser's up there. There's only two people I was more upset with than Taser at my yard. One man brought E&J, and one man brought, um. what's the milky drink that people, you know the one? Bailey's. Bailey's. You're like, you came to my yard to a house party and you brought Baileys. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know who you that's are. Girls, you, that's were you girls. more upset, upset with the people who brought drink than the person who didn't bring drink? <laughs> yes, because you brought Baileys, bro. You shouldn't have brought nothing. You brought Baileys. Wow. No, I'm like, lactose intolerant, bro. I can't you... even drink that. Uh, who, who thought of the name Three Shots of Tequila? Me. That's how I'm like. Because you're the drinker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's actually based off him being a drinker and he don't even buy no drinks. It should have, should have been two shots of tequila plus taser. Yes. <laughs> He's three shots of tequila. We should have said three shots of tequila bought by both of these. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy that he tequila taste. He don't even buy no tequila. I said, what's true, you know? I want evidence of taser buying drinks. That's what I need from here on. 100%. I'm, I'm buy drinks first. Proactively. I, well, just because I think it's safest. Like, if you buy drinks late, you might get dragged into drink buying. Don't, you don't be proactive. Want to be just do it early, small numbers. <laughs> He's and I want, I want Marvin in all places on 15 minutes ahead of call time. That's that's all I ask. Like, oh, so what time you asking for a bit stuff? too much there. At the dinner. Oh. Which dinner? What dinner? The, the, um, the party that you missed. All right, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock start. Did you I miss it. I was late. <laughs> oh, the cheap, but that cheapest thing where, where we see you—that yeah, you were late for that too. Yeah. Like, bro, like no, every, that, everywhere that, we look, like, like you just, you just, it's no, just late. Oh, no, the you, walk you, through, you walk through the choir. The thing is, I'm saying, oh, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm Marvin. I'm going to video for Marvin. You know what? I thought you were part of the party. The runway. Marvin, when you met me for a drink the other day, were you late? Yeah. No, why was I oh, late? Don't give excuse when no, you No, forget. What, was it, why was I late? I don't know. He didn't ask that. It doesn't matter. He just late. Was I'll, I'll show you when the police stopped me. I'll show you the video. That's <laughs> what it says. <laughs> yeah, I had to. But the police stopped me. I said uh, to you. But Marvin, in every... Not every. In every conversation <laughs> we've had today about punctuality, no, you're late. Not every, not every. Do you know one but thing I was... My problem with, with it is I would just prefer to go, I've got a punctuality yeah, problem. Yeah, I need yeah. to address I it. But you're like fighting against this thing. Oh, but I, I, under, it starts when I get... Under, do you see what like, I'm saying? How, how, how do I check him? How do I check my big bro? You're struggling. You're struggling. You're struggling. I'm not believe this. These are just a couple of events. That have transpired. But all, all of them. I'm, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's she was, she was, she was when I was driving. All I'm saying is, as much as I, bro, I used to get offended by Marvin's latest. You know what? I was, I was. You know one thing I was. Late. Late. So which one is it? You were driving. You were driving. All that proves is, no matter how you get there, you're late. That's all it proves. It doesn't prove that you You know one thing I'll give. You know one thing I'll give him, bro. And the one, the only reason I accept it, I used to get offended. Now realize he don't discriminate. He like, you know one of those ones where like he don't know who you are. Like, cool. You know, it's no personal. What, you know, like, it's no can personal. I, can I share a personal story? <laughs> yeah. So, was it CAA? Oh, yeah. Was it CAA or was it Zofi? When we went to the meeting, yeah. This guy, this, no, he wasn't sleeping. He, he, sleeping. he came late. He didn't come. What? Oh, no, he didn't come. 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 just didn't turn up. So, I'm trying to call. You know, like what I was doing here, I was like, oh, it's a bit awkward. Let me make the phone. I'm doing the phone call. I messaged you while I weren't there. No, you called us and you were sleeping. This guy, no, we were at the O2. We went to went to the O2. It's the dare race bend back to the ends. Oh, okay. And you weren't there. And I remember. Do you know his excuse was? I took night nurse instead of day nurse. 
I remember that. <laughs> what? Brother, man did not wake up. That bro, was me, bro. It was you. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. No, we were dead. No. We're sitting in the middle. Yeah. Bro, and I remember this. Do you remember when that tour paid for your rings, bro? Don't I let you don't remember, bro. Bro, and it was the time, and I know that day because I raced, I raced Ben back to the end. Ben had the SDR, and I was the black convertible. You got to end it there. Don't give me a chance to come back, man. Hey, Brett, look off the mics, man. Thank you for listening. You're sitting around the big table waiting for a man to call you. When is he coming? Let's take pictures, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 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 Marvin's fighting it. That's the funniest right here. The, the, the evidence is overwhelming. Overwhelming! <laughs> Open and shut case, Danson. Says the man who came late today. Who? Today, bro, I'm just one off. If we sit there. One off last week. Yeah. Okay, okay, we can sit here. The week before that? No, no, no. You know when you go to court that? and they're like, everyone put your paperwork on the table. His file is like this. Mine is like that. You know what it does? The judge don't even have to open it. You know what I mean? The judge can look at the pile and say, you know what I mean? Jail. <laughs> you are now listening to the Three Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Black. <laughs>